a Christian clown pretending to be evil. <laughs> I'm the CCP crazy clown posse. <laughs> Magnets. I mean, I understand how they work, but a lot of people don't. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the special 30th anniversary of Dana J's Comedy Hour. And I'm here to celebrate it with him the whole time because oh, no. Jay loves crazy. You know what? I'm creepy too. You can call me the CCCP, the creepy crazy clown posse. <laughs> Where'd Christian go? Did are you no longer Christian? Did you stop? Oh, I guess you could call us a C C C C C P. Wow, I'm a combo breaker. I'm so happy you're here with us this whole time. Yeah, um, unless you say otherwise. Dan, how do you feel about that? I. This is the best fiver I've ever spent. <laughs> oh no, this is your idea. <clears throat> well, Boy. I just, I just, I did a fiver of just I wanted a host, and mm -hmm. this is the only, literally the only response I got. That's the only was was a Christian, a crazy Christian clown from creepy Tim, <laughs> crazy creepy Christian clown posse. Does it? Do you have a name, sir? Do I need to know it? Is it, it that's all you J? need to know. It's not penitent I'm a <laughs> Okay. Dan, I, I, real yeah. quick, sidebar. Can we yeah. kick him out or kill him? I believe we could just, uh, I think you could just kick him out. You're, you are the host. That's true. Hey. Uh, yes, I'm here oh, for you. Great. And you know only what? for you. You've got, I think we've got our, our $5 worth. So I'm going uh, uh, to see you out. And thank you so much for joining us this week on our 30th anniversary. Our, our, our Pearl. Yeah. This is our Pearl anniversary. So. We each get pearl anniversary. Exactly. <laughs> Dan and I are each going to give each other a, a pearl necklace. So, all right, goodbye. Ah, uh, boy, oh boy, that's great. Yeah. So, do you want me to give you your pearl necklace first, or how do we how do we want to do this? We do it at the same time. Uh, I think we just close our eyes, sit back, and think of England. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. It's our thirtieth anniversary, not as a podcast, mind you, as a comedy group thing, duo um, people thing. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what month we started, June-ish, maybe, but we haven't sure. had time, and, and this made more sense. And uh, I weirdly, I, I just got this vibe in the air that people are going to want to come on the show um, and help us celebrate, wish us wish us good tidings. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, I, I have one coming in right now, and that person who's joining us is uh, weirdly, he's actually from the, the real world, like the normal world, like he doesn't come from. Oh, he just literally just called into the normal Zoom meeting yeah, through yeah. proper channels. Exactly. He didn't. He's not coming in through, you know, alternate universes, mm -hmm. other timelines or anything. Okay. Um, his name is the delightful, the golden-throated Mr. Jeffrey Golden. Jeffrey Golden, thank you for joining us this week. Hi, Jeffrey. Well, thank you for having me. Diamond Jubilee. Yeah, it's, it's it's the diamond, but also the pearl. It's very confusing. This. Well, it, whatever jewel it is, <laughs> you you two are a jewel of the podcasting world, and congratulations! Well, congratulations. thank you. Now, knowing what you know about us, knowing that uh, I've already mentioned the pearl anniversary, what joke do you think I've already made? Just oh, go ahead. Yeah, the sex one. 
the one yeah. about the all the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> you made that joke uh-huh. already. That is. I remember next... that episode of Friends. I don't think they've ever aired it again. <laughs> they haven't. The, what about all the, the one about the jizz? Yeah, the, the one, one about all the jizz. Ross's jizz. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we got there. Could it get any goopier? Thank you. I couldn't think of a good delivery. That was good. That's good. Could it get any goopier? That's how I always. No, no, we can't. We can't do this. We cannot get this blue this quickly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Seven Jeffrey, minutes in, already the worst. Jeffrey, you've joined us before. You've talked about probably your 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 career as a rap man, as a as oh, a boy. comedic man before. Have sure. you have you talked about it at length on here? I can't remember what anybody talks about on this show because I think mostly of myself and can only hear my voice. Uh, I don't know. We talked about we, we've talked about a lot of things. I've been on all the shows. That's true. You have done like every one of my podcasts. <laughs> all of your po- I know I have a punch card somewhere that could get me a free sandwich from mm-hmm. from you. I'm mm-hmm. gonna get cash in. I'm gonna come to Detroit and cash in that sandwich. Okay, that's any fine. day now. <laughs> we got good sandwiches here. We got a subway just down the street. You're gonna love. Oh yeah. It's not so great. Subway is a national chain. They're not what a, what a, it's a boutique. What are you talking about? What's yeah, the what... great local sandwich? I want a local sandwich. What's a great Detroit local sandwich? I know that there's one. I'm sure there is one. I don't get out. I, You know, though, deep dish pizza. You want to ask me who's got the great deep dish pizza? Well, that's Chicago. That's well, your neighbor. It's, okay. it's not, to not be Detroit. Fair, Detroit, Detroit style, has its own style pizza. That's it, it, nothing it is like called, a deep dish. It is called Detroit style, but it also is technically deep dish, but it is not Chicago deep dish. So that is fair. But Detroit yeah. style pizza. Do they use like a different dish? Is it like in a bunt cake pan instead of? They use a special pan. They do. They used There's to supposedly be used for like uh, they were from auto factories, hopefully cleaned before. And... <laughs> like the oil uh... pan, or yeah, basically <laughs> they were like I think they were like for catching nuts and bolts, and then they're made of blue steel, and that's supposedly important. And basically, they make focaccia. And and it's the best. It is for me the best pizza. Piece, I, uh, Detroit so. pe- D- Detroit pizza. Mm-hmm. If I'm recalling correctly, it's yes. like a it's a thick crust, mm-hmm. right? It's like a big puffy crust. It's With like a pastry. It's like a cheese around the edge. Well, I do right. want to point out that that's those... good. I like it. I I prefer Detroit style to uh, <laughs> Chicago deep dish. Oh, me too. I, uh, yeah, a, a pan for catching nuts and bolts was n- would not have been designed to go in an oven. I just want to point that out. So maybe that's where some of the flavor came comes from. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who, who knows? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Wait, 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 wait. This, you know, I can't be this far. Oh, there we go. Drink sponsors. Jeffrey, you're not expected to be drinking, but I will say I'm drinking Farmington Brewing Company, which is local. Uh, they're blood orange wheat. It tastes barely like blood orange, but it is also very good and very alcoholic. Dan, what do you have? I have. I promise we'll get to you, Jeffrey. A log of Lagavulin 16 year. Lagavulin 16. Yum, yum. Very, very, very PT. Mm-hmm. It's a ghost drink that goes in and out of existence. Well, I guess if you're listening, you don't understand. But on the Zoom call, uh, on the on the Zoom call, it comes and goes. Ooh, yeah, it's it really the green does. bottle against a green screen. Spooky. Means it's a spooky drink. Jeffrey, are you drinking anything? Does not have to be alcoholic, but I'd love I am to know drinking. What it is. I am drinking Los Angeles tap water as Ooh, filtered, oh god, that's that's as even filtered than what we're drinking oh. as filtered through 
a Rita, a fine device to mm-hmm. to cleanse this water. Not so, sponsored content. I just feel like I should no. let everybody know they're not. Now, sponsored have you have you uh, have you stocked up on supplies for when you get hit by the hurricane? It's already happened, I believe. We're in it Has right it? I now. I have not been following. Okay. We're <laughs> not only not only have we been hit by a hurricane. Yeah. Although it to be, I mean, from where I'm standing, it looks like a it's a rainy day. This uh-huh. looks like a rainy day. Now, okay. other people have had. If you live in like, uh, you know, Maria Saint Del Rio or whatever, you know, the yeah, two. I, I forgot two, about Maria de Del Rio. Yeah. Two two hours outside of the city on some hill or whatever, you sure. may be having a problem right now. But but yeah. for, we're we're a mid city and we're doing okay. Thanks for sense. asking. And <laughs> uh, and but we just had a, an earthquake as well. There was an earthquake oh, in addition to the hurricane. So we had it. We what's yeah? I mean, I well in Ojai, they had it bad in Ojai. But uh, again, uh, very fortunate. We just did a seismic retrofit on our home. We didn't oh. feel a goddamn thing. So all we're right. we're knock on wood. We're doing great today uh, against all the inclement <laughs> weather. But uh, that's pretty good. You know, climate change. Who knows what the future holds? Shouldn't get too cocky, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, this is this is just this is just the beginning. An hors d'oeuvre. Je- Jeffrey, you're yeah. a pop culture uh, aficionado of, of a kind. I mean, I can see behind sure. you that there's some pop culture stuff on your shelf. Do you have any, uh, this 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 will make sense in a moment, do you have any Hanna-Barbera stuff sitting around? Or do you have a particular favorite Hanna-Barbera cartoon growing up? Oh, my goodness. A particular favorite. Okay, Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. stuff around. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Uh, but uh, favorite Hanna-Barbera cartoon? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go... Ooh, I'm gonna go with Snagglepuss. Okay. Never okay. fails. That voice never fails to make me laugh. Exit oh. stage left, hoping for the best. <laughs> That's good. That is that is rock solid. I feel like uh, I dropped something I, on his head. Murdered him even. Yeah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. I mean, these are good catchphrases. <laughs> Exit stage left. The um, Top Cat is good, but sure. the thing is that I grew up on the sergeant bilko show sure so like top cat you're 90 because i am a 90 year old man in a in a 40 year old body (laughs) it's just a body switch movie nobody is interested in (laughs) it's just a it's just about a man who complains a little bit more about his body uh and a man and another man an old man who complains a little bit less um but I, I grew up on the Phil Silver show, and so sure. I, Top Cat always seemed like a ripoff. Like there it was is. never a point where I was yeah. like, "Top Cat's really cutting edge," because it was. But Snagglepuss, I don't know. Was there? What is Snagglepuss like ripping off? Like it, you know, I, I, I don't. An Ed Wynn-ish kind of thing. Yeah, he's got that vibe. Well, I've got somebody we can ask. Uh, let me let them in. Uh, oh, great. Uh, it, this is this is rare. This is unusual. We ever get anything like this. Uh, normally, what we get are again people from different type parts of history, people from our own history, people from other universes. Rarely do we have a ghost on the show. This week, we have the ghost of Joseph Barbera. Uh, Mr. Barbera, are you with us? Can you hear us? Oh, oh, hey, uh, boo, boo! I'm a ghost. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you're not very committed oh, ooh, to being a ghost. a ghost. Is it frustrating to you to be a ghost, Mr. Barbera? Oh my God, I haven't gotten a good whiskey sour in like, you know, seven and a half years, which is really a bummer for me because, you know, I love me a whiskey sour and all kinds of drinks, you know, I mean, drinks are great, but like, you know, being a ghost, whatever, you can float around, you can find stuff, you know, there's dogs, there's cats, it's all cool. 
you know, speaking of dogs and cats, cats specifically, here's our friend Jeffrey Golden. Jeffrey, uh, he Hi has there. a question for you about Snaggletooth, very Snagglepuss, I'm sorry, very specifically. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a cat. He's pink. He's kind of cool. He, you know, he's got his thing together. But whatever. What, what, what's your question, kid? He does have his he does have his shit together. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah. So, no, I ain't got a lot going on these days. Uh, uh, Mr. Barbera, um, what? OK, so a lot of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons are, are patterned after. I'm glad you asked me that. You know, the thing about Hanna-Barbera, it was me. It was me and Bill Hanna. You know, he, he didn't. I did, but uh, you know, we had a good time, and we we never hung out. We never hung out, but uh, you know, he was a good guy. Uh, sorry, you were saying something? Oh, oh, yeah, I was gonna ask a question, <laughs> but it's cool to know about your relationship with uh, with Hannah. It's interesting. Oh, you're uh, talking about Bill Hannah? Bill Hannah was a great guy, love that guy. He was a great guy, <laughs> love we, that you guy. Know, you know, we you know, we were back, we, we were partners from way back when we sat across from each other at MGM. You know, I looked at that guy and I said, you know, he's probably a good guy. Yeah, wow. I, you call it, hey, listen, and that what a for two, what a fruitful relationship you two formed in life. Uh, you know the thing we never eat fruit. You, oh, okay. Well, that's good to okay, know. Good, My yeah, sister's okay. the same way, by the way. It's a, it's not an uncommon thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, she she doesn't eat fruit either. She hates it. Meats and vegetables, you're okay, but you won't eat a fruit. She what won't. <laughs> you're a ghost, so you're probably not eating and drinking that's much fair. these yeah, days. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it's be harder. Here was my here was my question. Um, so uh, a lot of the cartoons that that y'all have made were patterned after famous like live action equivalents. So the Flintstones were sort of uh, similar to the to the Honeymooners. The Flintstones. Uh, Bob Cat was like Bill Silvers. What's oh I I missed what you said I'm sorry I was uh, well the thing about the Flintstones is like you know it was like a big guy and a small guy you know I mean that's funny you know anytime you say <laughs> that's big true. Guy, people laugh. Saying you know just, that's 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 what you got to do you know so we're kind of like we're gonna do big, we're gonna be different so I'm a big guy and a small guy big guy small guy fat guy skinny guy uh, smart guy dumb guy these are just classic like, pairings everybody like everybody Augie loves. Doggy and Doggy Daddy right mm -hmm. big small you, you mm -hmm. guys sound like you got a real future in the cartoon business mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you oh that's exciting I, I I wouldn't mind changing careers uh I was curious. What Snagglepuss is is based on? Like who? Like if that's based on a particular comedian, or if it's based on like an old show or a play or something like that. Well, here's the thing. I used to hang out at this bar down on Forty uh, Fifth uh, and uh, and you know there was a guy who was always there, and he was you know he was a very funny guy. You know he was tall, but like he kind of was like you know skinny. So like you know you look at this guy, you're like he's a tall skinny guy. He's kind of funny, you know. But like you know we would drink for a while, and all of a sudden like he would kind of get like a little like you know uh, I don't know what's wrong in these politically correct times, but like you know you get a little uh, and I thought right. you know, this guy's funny. So like let's put a cartoon about him. And I was like, what do we use? Cats? Yeah, usually cats, mouse, dog, whatever. You know. So uh, I went with the cat. So, so Snagglepuss <laughs> is based on a guy that you were in a bar with. It's it's just like a guy, like a random guy, like a barfly kind yeah, of. The thing is, one night I was there, and all of a sudden, this the, the bartender Jimmy. He was a great guy, Jimmy. You know, I mean, he was a he was a very short guy. He was you know, but, but like kind of fat too. So like great. So I'm talking to Jimmy. And I'm like Jimmy. You know, what's going on with this? And he's like, you know, uh, this guy's coming in. And I was like, well, that guy's great. And he's like, yeah, you know, I think he's a great guy too. And I was like, what if I make a cartoon about him? He's like, I think that's funny. So like I was, you know, I made a cartoon about him. Is that your instinct? Was that your creative instinct with a lot of people that you met? Like, oh, I, let me make a cartoon. I should make a cartoon about him. Like, Augie Doggy, was that like based on like a guy you, like you guy you, you were, who was at a wedding you were able to be at a wedding with? Or like, you did just like these random people. Like, you see a, a random people on the street and you just think that's a, that's a mouse. That guy's a mouse right there. That guy's a blue dog. First of all, uh, 
I don't understand what you're insinuating. I've never been to a wedding in my life, even my own. I've been to two of them, and they were both my own, and I didn't even go to those ones. But uh, oh. you know, aside from that, you're correct. That's, I mean, that's interesting. You didn't yeah. go to your own. You didn't go to your How own you, wedding twice. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Here's the thing. You know, weddings are kind of funny because, like, you know, there's a lot of people there. You know, they're mm -hmm. tall, like fat, skinny, whatever. But like, you know, you go to a wedding and all of a sudden you're like, "Ooh, Jesus, I'm at a wedding," and this, you know, it's kind of not fun. So, uh, you know, I uh, went to a bar instead. <laughs> but you Did, didn't send a proxy but you still managed to get married that's the fascinating thing to me. were uh, you married wait did, are you just saying where you, you had two you, weddings did you did you step out did you actually get <laughs> married or did you did you stand up the bride both times did you okay, that's did a you good question did you complete yeah. the marriage or it not really, it really remains to be seen by you know uh, uh god and all it the remains to be seen <laughs> Generally, people know when they're married, when they get married or not. You sign a document. You sign yeah. a marriage document. I feel like that's really the key component. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. No, I, 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 and you know, I'm not arguing with that with you 100%, but like, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just fascinated. You hang out and like, you know, you go to a place and like something happens and like all of a sudden, like three kids later, whatever. Something happens. And blah, 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 three kids later, blah. Three kids later. I, I still don't. Okay, so you did get married <laughs> to these people, but you stood them up at your wedding. Is, is at the wedding, but you did legally marry did, them and have children. Did the with wedding that. complete? Like, did they just pantomime it? What did they do? You know, if I had been there, I would have had better answers for you, but I don't think I was. So, like, who knows? Wow. I don't think you were. You were too busy cooking up great cartoons, great uh, hey, hilarious you, cartoons for children. What do you think about this? So, like, if I took like a giant, giant, giant squirrel and I like paired it with like a really tiny Dotson, and but like I call him like Squirrely in the Dot, like that'd be pretty fun, right? That'd yeah, be pretty good. Yeah, That's good. Like, it would be a great babe kind of situation. Could yeah. I? I, I don't look. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I know you're a ghost. Also, I don't know that this can do. I'm a. I'm a voiceover artist. Um, you may may not know that at all. Um, but I would love the opportunity to audition. I don't know if I'm a ghost. My time is pretty much taken up haunting shit. Okay, that's fair enough. Is is there? Do you have an archetype? Would you zero or a celebrity you'd like me to to imitate? I'd just like to quickly audition, if that's okay. Just just quickly. You, you want to audition you. Me, yeah. the, the ghost of Juba Bear? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Give me something funny. Um, right, he, I, do you do your Peter Laurie? Do your he's Peter Laurie. Okay. He's a funny guy. You know, here's one day. So one time Peter and I were drinking a bar, right? Check this out. Uh, we had a couple of whiskey sours, and then all of a sudden this girl walks into the bar, right? And he's like, you know, he's got those big eyes, and he kind of looks at the girl. He goes, Ugh, and I thought that was pretty funny. So I put that in a cartoon one time. Yeah, right, you were gonna do Peter Laurie. Mm, sure. Um, don't let the fat man get me, Rick. Please don't let the fat man get me. I'm, I'm a giant squirrel. Please don't. Let the fat man get me. I can really only say the one phrase to really nail. I, I, you know, you find a keystone for a voice, and what I do is I just repeat it over and over again. Repeat that yeah. keystone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's basically what I did in animation. I just took one frame and I just repeated it over. Fair over enough. Over you did kind of like also catchphrases. Yeah. Here's the thing. My catchphrase was uh, every cent on the screen, and all uh, all of that was three cents. You, you know, uh, Jason, that used to be that that may have been a problem years ago, only being able mm -hmm. to say one line of dialogue. But I feel like yeah. now you could feed that into an A.I. That's and true. maybe it would yeah. be the A.I. would be able to t clone your voice from the one sentence and be able to create a, a cartoon voice that could be you. So. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe there's something there. If there's one thing we've learned from these strikes is that A.I. needs to be doing more entertainment.
Absolutely. Right? Yeah. 100%. Like, Alan Ingersoll was such a huge talent. I thought Alan Ingersoll was like completely underrated. <laughs> but like, you know, is that what we're talking about? I don't know. Boo, I'm a ghost. <laughs> In this case, sir, uh, AI ah! stands for artificial intelligence instead of uh, Alan Ingersoll. That's what I believe you just said. <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah, Dos Butler. That guy was the most. Uh, Dos Butler's great. Dos Butler, hard to get around. Good guy. Uh, I, I've got a. I've got another question. Um, for the ghost. Uh, for the. Uh, for the ghost of Joseph Barbera. Ooh. Um, now in some of your cartoons, they were based on real people. Like, for example, you did a number of cartoons, I believe, with the Harlem Globetrotters. What was it like working with the Harlem Globetrotters? Ooh, like Metal that must have lemon. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. You get a bunch of guys in a room and they're all crazy. And, you know, some of them are tall, some of them are short. And they're just like very funny guys, you know. And, uh, you know, I've never played basketball in my life. I, you know, I was a boxer. And, you know, so I punched a couple of them out. But, like, you know, they got back up and it was fine. And you, we all left about it. I threw you, tax at their. Like, you, you know, you, it was kind of a good time. You know, you have an interesting way of sort of being very blase about <laughs> things that are like kind of outstanding here. Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm a ghost. Punched. Well, that, I guess that would mellow you out a bit over the years. <laughs> uh -huh. What uh, did you say you punched out the Harlem Globetrotters? Well, you know, I was a boxer when I was a kid. And I, you know, I was actually very good at a manager at one point. And so, yeah. So, you know, one of the books one of the, with, the, with the Harlem Globetrotters, you know, good guys, you know, I mean, tall, short, you know, kind of funny. And but one of them starts mathing off. So I punch him in the face. And the others, I mean, did you, did, did the others, like, were they upset with you for doing that? Well, we all left. We got it. You know, everybody gets a joke. So, okay. So, so one you punched of them... them as a as a joke because they were mouthing <laughs> off. Well, no, I was mad, but everybody else took it as a joke. And it worked out for me in the end. That's fair. Because there was like, you know, 17 of them. I don't know how many people are on a basketball team. But like, you know, there was like 25 of them and there was one of me. But, you know, and, uh, we all left. It was a good time. Wow. That's fascinating i yeah well I, it's not it's not often that you meet somebody who uh who punched a harlem globetrotter no so that's pretty no. remarkable you're a boo i'm a ghost i'm wondering did sure. you ever work with uh, dan and my uh, our grandfathers jatum q hum and uh davnish jager millingston did they ever do any voices we don't have that in the archive so i'd love to know w was that was that dj I mean, they they went as Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour at the time as well. So, yeah. you know, yeah. And DJ might have been, you know, there's, again, Jatum Q Hum, Dabnish Jager Millish. Oh, Dabnish Jay. Oh, DJ. You you used him. As far as I know, you know, there was a party that I was at, like, years ago. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm a ghost. But, like, you know, a party that I was at years ago. And this, this Dabnish like, kind of, he might have been at that party. And, you know, I was talking to my, you know, uh, buddy, Zsa Gabor, and she was like, you know, it was pretty funny. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And so, you know, we, we we thought about making him like, a you know, a moose or like an ocelot or something. But, like, you know, I mean, did it work out? Yeah, sure. He's probably in a huckleberry hound or something. Okay. What, now you say Moose was. Is there any way that Bullwinkle's based on him? I I don't mean to be presumptuous. Well, that was Jay. Wood. That, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't wow. care. Wow. I don't care. Not <laughs> familiar with the like work. Seven. I don't care. I'm too drunk to give a shit. I'm sorry. Can we? You know what? Hold on. Real quick. Real quick. Hold on. I've got a question. I'm getting a call a from Jay Ward, the ghost of Jay Ward. Hello. Boo. Hello. I'm Jay Ward. Listen. I know everybody gets confused. Oh, and my stuff is. Yeah, hey, how are you, boo? I'm a ghost. Is it? Wait a minute. Is that you, you motherfucker? How are you? You doing good, huh? Yeah, you're looking great for a ghost. I mean, you know, like I mean, I you know, that's how it goes. I mean, that's how we get. Listen, I mean, a long story short, wow. I know everybody gets confused. And who's this? Is it Disney? Is it Trek? I don't know. Listen, this poor gentleman should be given a, a medal for how much he's holding up uh, in the middle of it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, listen, uh, that's all. Goodbye.
Wow. Oh, that is the weirdest amazing. thing. Oh, very supportive. Amazing uh, Thank you, Ghost of Jay Ward. As far as I know about Jay Wood, you know, and uh, Boo, I'm a ghost. Uh, you know, he uh, the, uh, he was really an in and out kind of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came in, he did his thing, and he left. Sure. Which I loved about him. Real it was quick. At every party. Mr. Barbera, I, a quick question. I just want to, uh, this is our, Dan and my 30th anniversary as a comedy mm-hmm. group, our Pearl anniversary. Um, I know you don't know much about it. You don't know much about us, but what do you think the first joke uh, we made about Pearl anniversary was? Uh, did it have to do with an oyster? Because here's the thing, I made a cartoon of an oyster once. It didn't actually show up, but like it was pretty funny. You know, there was there was snorks, the snorks. I mean, they yeah. weren't they were oh, undersea yeah. creatures. They, yeah. they were undersea. Yeah, I, I would swim along with the snorks. Like, That's a great joke. We should make it. We should make it again. <laughs> yeah, you did. They, you did. You've you've made it several times. Actually, oh there's God. a number of of Smurfs likes in the in the head of our fair canon. The something works. Why not just make it again? I mean, it's like an REO Speedwagon song. They made one song for their entire career, and it worked every single time. What's your most famous, let's say, lost cartoon? A cartoon that like almost made it, but never quite, never quite. Well, I had this idea for a cartoon, let me tell you right now. So, you know, I mean, Edgar Bronfman comes to me. He's like, we're going to make a movie about a pig. And I was like, you know, pigs are pretty funny. You know, they're fat, whatever, kind of short. But like, you know, it's fine. And uh, so we made a movie about a pig and they put me on a, a helicopter. I hate helicopters. But like, I thought like, oh, OK, you know, pigs are pretty funny. You know, what else is in a barnyard? And I was like, you know what's in a barnyard? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the, uh, people. Then I thought, like, well, what if we made people the, the the lead for the first time? You know, like, you know, it's always a dog, it's always a cat, it's always whatever. And I was like, you know, we'll just have like these really funny people, like, you know, the, the you know, not and- like the Jetsons or the Flintstones. Or- huh? What? <laughs> Flintstones, Jetsons had had people. Well, here's the thing about the Flintstones is that they're actually aliens. Oh, okay. Did you say that, that I did not know? You say that the Flintstones are actually aliens? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did- does does not make it out, you know. I I try to I try to talk to the people about these things, but they seem to just like uh, uh, completely gloss over when I start talking to them. Like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, they didn't, there weren't well, we, people sixty five plus million years ago, so it makes sense that they'd be aliens. But I'm in. Well, but there is an alien in the Flintstones named the Great Gazoo. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Well, if there's I one mean, alien, there can be more aliens. So, so I guess I guess that makes sense. Uh, sure that they lived at the same right because no humans didn't live at the same and time the Flintstones were in, you know the Jetsons were in space dummy so like we all figured it out so I was thinking about real people you know and I was like what happens if like I make real people and then like it got real boring and then all of a sudden you know I'm having problems with my wife and like whatever but like boo I'm a ghost that's fair yeah. that's, that's wow fair. he really does breeze past some stuff uh, this is this is fascinating. Uh, this is it, hey, I would like to ask another question. This, please, this has please, been Jeffrey. we've gotten on a really nerdy track here. I want to try to take us because I think that jo- Joseph Barbera, you've really lived had an amazing career, <laughs> a creative life, and I think that there's yeah, a lot of in the dick one time. But like you know, whatever, it's all fine. You did what? Huh? What was that? You you uh, you, you put your dick in Walt Disney? Is that what you said? I punched Walt Disney in the dick. But like, oh, you, know, you punched him in the dick. Uh, he probably deserved that. We all we are, we're all having a good time. You know, I don't even here. think I need to investigate that. I feel uh, I don't think I need to go further into that. I, well, I just yeah, I feel it. like a lot of us uh, would do the same. Yeah, there were a lot of union animators who probably wanted to punch. Uh, Punch Walt you know, Disney. Iwata was a friend of mine, you know, a small Japanese fellow. He was kind of short. He was really funny, you know. He made, you yeah, know, yeah. drugs and shit. But, like, you know, he, he was like Walt Disney one time, like, you know, he, he, he talked to me like, you know, I was his kid. And I was like, well, that's not, you know, that was 40 years ago, but I should still go punch him in the dick. That's fair. You know, that's, that's fair. fair. If, he's, if he's as frozen as they say he is and they bring him back today, he deserves, for his anti Semitism alone, a few kicks in the dick, at the very yeah. least, you yeah. know. 
even if it makes the Wii Wii fall off. That's just was was the Wii Wii's are still frozen. You ever see my show Wii Wii? I don't no. think I've seen that one. No, I mean there's a lot of cartoons in the Hanover no, Fair Library. It's about an inchworm, but like he hangs out with a bunch of kids and they go solve mysteries together, right? Pretty good. Idea. <laughs> who was who was Wee Wee based on? Yeah, who did you ba- who did you base Wee Wee on? Uh, Richard Nixon. Richard. Oh wow. Okay, <laughs> not just like a kid that you that you saw in the street. Well, but it was well no, president. I mean, yeah, I did know Richard Nixon Richard very Nixon. briefly as a kid. You know, he, he somehow made it from Whittier, California to Brooklyn, New York uh, for a very short exchange program, and I punched him in the dick, but it's fine. You punched Nixon in the What? Wow. How, okay. Are, in the dick. Off the top of your head, are there any other, like, celeb, like, notable celebrities who you punched in the dick? Yeah, I'd I think, love to know. I mean, I where think can the I public... stop, you know? I mean, uh, uh, Truman Capote, uh, mm-hmm. Dick Clark. Uh, uh, Dick Clark. That's How about D.B. Cooper? Did you ever punch D.B. Cooper in the dick? You no, know, weirdly enough, he got off the plane before I had a chance. Oh, okay. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine is what I just said. Ernest Borgnine. No, but uh, Charlie McCarthy and Edgar Bergen, I punched them both in the dick. And, <laughs> <laughs> puppet had a dick. I mean, you didn't think it, but it happened. It's puppet dick. That's pretty oh, that's cool. fascinating. Uh, the reason I bring up DB Cooper is because I'm very bad at segues, but I will say right now, showing up on the time zoom, is the one and the only. He's been on the show before. Uh, his name is Mister DB Cooper. Um, he, I don't believe at any point, has told us his real name. He just goes by DB Cooper. Um, and anybody who anybody who knows, uh, if you heard or saw Mister Cooper on the podcast before. Uh, he revealed to us the truth uh, that uh, he wrote a book in the 60s or 70s called The Spooky Dookie Hotel that was eventually stolen by Stephen King and turned into The Shining. So with us mm-hmm. now is, with all that backstory, Mr. D.B. Cooper. D.B., are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. It's Dan and Jay again on the Dan and Jay's oh, Comedy hey. Hour podcast. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. Doing great. 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 Uh, we do have a couple extra guests. Uh, today yeah yeah we do hey there he is look at that look at that this is the thing they never again they never not to make you uncomfortable mr cooper they never make it clear how handsome you are it's just those pictures don't do you justice i'm just saying tell me more oh i'm just saying (laughs) this this is it this is a handsome boy this is a look at look at the hair you still got the sunglasses because you're you're little i mean come on you're hiding something we know you're hiding something we know yeah a little bit a little bit (laughs) hey look so if you've been working on any novels anything that we should know about since we last spoke and unfortunately made you speak to stephen king i know that was an uncomfortable situation yeah that was an uncomfortable situation we apologize for that again you know you know i've kind of gotten over the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I've gotten out of the novel game entirely. Jeff. Okay. Um, I'm doing something totally different. Moves down to sunny Southern California. I'm getting into the film biz. Oh, great. I'm excited to hear what you got going on. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Who are these gentlemen? Oh, with me, uh, the great gentleman. Well, Dan is, is my co-host. You might hey. remember him from last time. I don't know if you're going to call him. Yeah. Hey, okay. Dan. Gets that hey. one right. Okay. Hey. Uh, Jeffrey Golden, a delightful comedian. Uh, and, and, and Los writer, Angeles resident and as, Los Angeles as, resident as well. So except in the welcome. present day, in okay. the present, you should know that DB Cooper is in the seventies somewhere. I don't know if he wants to tell us the year. That might again might be Give okay. Away too much. And then uh, with us also is the ghost of cartoon cartoon legend uh, Joseph Barbera. Thank you so much. For- All right, big yeah. fan of your work, Babs. 
Oh no, I know. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I was I was drinking one night. With, uh, I was drinking one night with Jaja uh, Gabor, and you know she says to me like, you know, cats are funny, and I was like, absolutely, cats are funny. I've done cats tons of times. How can I do another cat again? And she's like, we should do a cat, and I was like, you know what, we should probably do a cat again. And I was like, what ha- what happens if this? What if there's a cat and it hangs out in an alleyway, but like all of a sudden, like the alleyway turns into like a rainbow road kind of situation. <laughs> Like, and, you know, it's all trippy and shit. And, like, kids love shit and like that in the 60s. But, like, you know, I mean, I'm still toying with it. This guy fucking gets it. He does, right? Right. He does. He knows he what's does. going cats on. He's got an fucking eye. hilarious. He's got an eye, he's got an ear, and he knows that cats are hilarious. It's I'm liking this guy. Boo, I'm a go. DB, what, what do you got? What's coming down the pike, I believe, is what you're actually supposed to say? Just so you know, there's a strike today in our modern day. Uh, I don't know. You're probably fine. You can probably talk about whatever you're working on. I'd love to I'd love to know. What's coming up for DB Cooper? Well, like I said, got into the film game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It's been a great year. I talked to you in 71. It's 72 now, baby. Oh, okay. um, I'm in L.A. I'm having parties. So the new, uh, the new trilogy, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, broad strokes, Dan. Yeah, broad strokes. Broad That's strokes. What they told me about Let's... last time, Babs. So we open on a young man. He's about five eleven, maybe six feet, maybe just in between. He's got sandy blonde hair. Uh-huh. He's got a white tunic. It's a little dusty. He's got some khaki trowel. He's got some khaki shoeage. And he's on, get this, a desert planet, right? Okay, right? sounds great. Okay. He's uh, looking at the vista. There's nine suns in the sky, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 Uncle Lon get killed. Creepy space wizard comes and takes him on a journey throughout the cosmos. And they also rescue a princess for no fucking reason. Of course. And... His I'm, name I'm is. So, I'm so Luke. unbelievably sorry. Let me just say something right here. Uh, there was a kid who came into my office in like the early 70s. You know, like he had big ears, like real big ears. Like, you know, so it was kind of funny. You know, he kind of quacky with big ears and like a beard. But he went on to go make a movie. Uh, it was called. Uh, uh, oof. can you guys help me? Uh, the Star Wars. Oh, that sounds like it. That sounds like it. Guys, guys, guys. Oh, real quick. What? Let's just DB, DB. Let's keep you on track. What's the name of the the guy again? Well, his his name is Lucas Fight Guy because he fights. That's really good. What's the name? So the movie is called Uh Star Fights: Colon A New Fight Guy. And this is your. This is would be released in the early seventies. Uh-huh. Yeah, and at some point we can look at a sequel called Star Fights. Um, uh, now, now the father's the fight guy, and then finally Star Fights: Return of the Fight Guy from fighting, and now he's fighting again. Those are working wow. titles. But I, I think it's interesting, DB, because of course, like in the seventies, we're known for a lot of like dark gritty sci- science fiction mm-hmm. like soil and yeah. green and like, sure. just sort of very moody and stuff like that but it sounds like this is much more action oriented this is much more uh this is a much lighter than than what you would see in the early 70s oh, this like guy fucking gets it situation like kind of a buck rogers thing right yeah yeah except there's a big fat giant six foot panda that walks around with everybody too <laughs> oh I, kind of like a, like okay. a, like a okay. malamut that like stands up on its hind legs 
Jasper, these guys fucking get it. Where were these guys last time? <laughs> well, there's a reason they get it, DB, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to upset you. I don't. Yeah. I really. I don't want to fuck with your shit. Seems like you got. You're in a real role here, and I, I want. Yeah, you, you seem like writing. you're in a really good place right now. I'm healthy. I feel bad. Before we go any further, have you? I run stopped in... doing cocaines in just the afternoons. I'm killing it. <laughs> oh, you're great. Hey, uh, that. Hey, baby steps. <laughs> Have you run hey. into a young bearded man named George Lucas at any point during your That's the kid who came to my office. He had really big ears. He was really funny. Uh-huh. He sort of talks like Kermit the Frog a little. Oh, a my little gosh, bit. absolutely. But here's the thing. So so he comes in <laughs> and he wants to know where he's going to be. You know? and I'm like, you know, he, he kind of seems like a good kid. You know, he's got some kooky ideas. And he gets these uh-huh. big ass ears. And I'm like, these big ass ears are great. But like, yeah. you know, he do- I offer him a drink. He doesn't drink. I'm like, this kid's weird. So I kicked him out of my office. And then I punched him in the dick. DB, oh, did you, you kicked him out in a similar situation at all? <laughs> yeah, DB, 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 what was your situation? If if you did, I don't want to presume that you met George Lucas. You can well, probably well, understand him asking for a reason. I had a bunch of college kids over, and you know, when you have a little or a lot of cocaine, you get a little chatty. You know, yeah. like I did with Mr. King last year. Uh, uh, yeah, I, they all promised me. Under the influence of alcohol and cocaine, they would tell nobody. <laughs> well, that is a, that is a, bound, that is, a bind like that. It really, yeah. Anybody and and um, we what we can, yeah. What we can confirm, yeah, is, is that, that they did not tell anyone about your cocaine infused idea. Right. Great. So I right. win this time. Well, well. So seventy two, you say. 72 baby let's let's say let's say five years from then you're um probably gonna see a little something called star wars the star wars you got five you have five years to make and release this movie yeah i guess that's a good point like you have five (laughs) years to beat george lucas to the punch Um, you could do it you could do it it becomes literally the most successful you could do it in 30 seconds it's one of the one of the largest franchises that has ever existed it sort of reinvents the franchise even it, so. it reinvents movies a little bit at its time. Mm, mm, mm. Keep going, keep going. I, I mean, mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to dig the knife in. I really he, don't. He do did that. it. He did it on a low budget and very quickly. So if you can do it on a lower budget even quicker, you could be. You could change the future. But yeah, Star well, figuratively Wars and literally. doesn't make any sense. Star well, Wars. What kind of a title is that? Well, there's a war going on in it. Well, there's, but war is made up of many individual Dan fights. No, I Thank get you. it. Honestly, <laughs> there, honestly, he calls it the Star Wars, and there's really only the well, one war. Did, if you did, think about it, like that, well, it, he does fuck uh, that up. Okay, yeah. DB, let me ask you this. Okay, knowing that in the future, it, that there's going to be a massive hit movie called Star Wars that has a lot of similar elements to the one you're pitching. Yeah. Well, do you are you considering at all potentially just taking these elements that are going to be a hit in the future, just running with them? I mean, your ideas are un, are are at this point unproven, but the future says that these ideas that the, the that George Lucas had eventually will have are going to make billions of dollars, and that's billions with the B. I feel like I feel like you know what in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I like. I know. I d- I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to punch you in the dick about this. But I feel like he's gonna be punching anybody in the dick at me. Obviously. Mm, fair, fair. Oh, I'm go. He's a writing, yeah. writing, producing, directing a movie. That's a lot of work, right? Yeah. Right. 
blackmailing someone into riding on the profits of a movie that they've written and created. Dan. That's easy. Dan, this is smart. This is good. Keeps your profile low. Yeah. Get a little bit on the back end. Tell Dan, George. I am I am impressed, Dan, because the last time I quizzed you two yahoos about how you would hijack a plane, you both curled <laughs> up into the fetal position and wet yourselves. But you want me to blackmail filmmakers to make money off of them? Look at you boys have all grown up. These are these are to be fair. These are filmmakers we know will be extremely rich and successful. It's true. I it's mean, true. I mean, the other thing is like if we want if you don't want to do something illegal. Mm-hmm. Like you can, yeah, so you could, TV Cooper. If you don't want to do something illegal, listen to him. What you could do <laughs> is set up a film distribution business, because because Star Wars is going to have a lot of trouble finding a is going to have a lot of trouble finding a distributor. Mm, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, and so, if you were the if you're the distributor though of this movie, you you would make a lot of money, and you, that's not illegal. That's true. That's true. So, if you want to. So, but that so, does require contracts and, and work. Yeah. And definitely go ahead and give them all the action figure rights. I don't need those, right? Oh no, definitely hold on. <laughs> I would to those. I would lean into those maybe that might be the thing you might want to be most concerned with, DB. If I'm right. Yeah. Guys, the important it's... thing that I'm taking from this entire conversation uh-huh. is this. You mm. are all criminal masterminds, and two, the most important part, all of you would much rather see a movie uh-huh. called Star Fights with Lucas Starfighter <laughs> Fight Guy. Than this bullshit movie, right? You want that to never be made? And you have me on the record. That is the case. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll actually. I think at this point, having <laughs> been oversaturated with Star Wars, I actually would prefer to see star fights at this point. I, I would so, now yeah. in 2023 would be very interested in seeing the star fight <laughs> uh, quadrilogy or however many movies it would end up yeah, being. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. This guy right here, he's going to be my distributor. Here's the thing. I, gotcha. I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's any such thing as an oversaturated market. I mean, look, I made Scooby Doo, and, and what do I make? I make Jabba Jaw. I make Fang Face. I make Goo Goo and the Ghost Chasers. I make things Funky Phantom. I mean, you know, if you have a good idea, it's a good idea no matter what. So you just keep on making it. It's like an REO Speedwagon song. Guys, I'm yeah. probably the only one who can understand him, by the way. He <laughs> <laughs> and I are the only ones who are just chock full of cocaine. <laughs> I'm wondering. Uh, well, I'm look. I'm excited for your future. If if you did, before we uh, you know get too far into how many other things you've boned yourself out of DB, do you have? I know you said you got out of the 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 novel uh, market, but do you have any sort of manuscripts sitting around that you just were just sort of like said fuck it and I'm not gonna do do anything with these? Well, Curious. I mean, I had. There was one more that I can just assume is now somebody else's, but it was huh. just sort of about. You know, uh, a, a, a guy who was driving in the winter, and uh, his name was Paul Driver, and then he crashes into the snow, mm-hmm. and he's a writer, and, and he gets sort of tied up at this house with this fan. You know, it, is, it, was, it was a half-baked idea. What'd you call it? Well, so you know that Paul Driver was driving because his name is Paul Driver. Sure. Yes, right. Just like, yes. So guy. this... Thank sort God of obsessed fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the obsessed fan mm-hmm. is uh, Annie Hammer, right? And so the uh, name of the book was actually uh, called um, Hammer Time with Annie Hammer. 
And it kind of, it kind of, it's a little, so, so what had happened was that Paul Driver was, was a children's book writer and he wrote this phenomenal series of books um, Mm -hmm. about a rabbit um, and an owl. And it was Mr. Bunny and the happy owl. Okay. And happy owl just, I mean, murders Mr. Bunny in, I mean, the most (laughs) horrific of fashions. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it begins on page one and the remaining 23 pages of the 24 uh, page book, children's book. It's just the different ways he is assaulted, molested, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 impaled, burned, singed. And then, of course, Annie Hammer. I I, got to stop you right now. Did you have a gnome de plume? Is that some kind of undergarment? No, it means did you write under another name? Because I definitely did that show, and it got, <laughs> and it never made it. But I definitely punched a dick in the guy to get the rights for that show. And I think I made that show in oh. 1987. Oh, sorry, oh, you, yes. real quick, you you punched Wait. a dick in the guy. I punched <laughs> the guy and I got the rights to the show. That's it. Punched the, the dick show. right into the guy. Into okay. the guy. That's okay. how hard he. Pu- that's how hard of a punch it I was. I told you, I was I I was a <laughs> boxing champion when I was in high school. So yeah, I punched yeah. a dick into a guy, and it became an innie. You, <laughs> DB, I, I very, I must address that you're right. I'm glad you've let go of it. Stephen King did a book similar to that called Misery. What a terrible name! It's so depressing. The weird thing is, and so he changed the names or wrote the names himself, but we're going to assume changed the names to Paul Sheldon and Annie Wilkes. And the weirdest, this has never happened in the history of the show. This is a, this is an episode of Absolute First. We've got a ghost for the first time, but now we have. What I would assume to be fictional characters, but as we all know, the multiverse series states that, you know, any possibility is out there. It's like the Rule 34 for time and space. It is. It it is. Uh, So I'm getting a call right now from Annie Wilkes. It doesn't say if it does not say if Annie's with anybody or not. My assumption is yes. Um, So I'm just going to wait for Annie and Paul. I don't know if Paul's there. I don't know if Paul is still alive. I don't know the situation, so we're going to find out. This could be pre-Paul. This could be like planning stages. We don't know. It could be. We don't know. Um, This is insane, though, that we have, at the very least, Annie Wilkes and Paul. Oh, God, Paul Sheldon is here. Paul. Paul, are you okay? Why wouldn't he be okay? That's that's rude, guys. Oh God, that, that disembodied voice. I'm I'm assuming is that is that oh is that is that you? Oh my God, is it is that Annie Wilkes? Of, of, yes. Hey. Hi. Uh, well, here's the thing. This is going to blow kind of both your minds, or maybe not. I don't know how you got a hold of the time box to even make this call, but yeah, because um, it's not. It, uh, this it's is not a fiction box. No, it's not a fiction box, but it is a multiverse box sometimes. So, you two are calling from. Uh, a universe in which a story from our universe um, has been Actually made real. Happened. So the two of you are characters in another man's book, and we'll get to the details of that in a second. That's a lot. But anyway, we're pretty sure you're torturing this man, Annie. I'm sorry to, I don't want to just throw that in your face, but it seems like you I, probably I feel, have I feel like, let, 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 let's let her put the, the definition on I that. shouldn't. I should not assume. I mean, well, that's hurtful. I rescued him. He huh. was freezing to death. Okay. I found him. I saved him. Maybe got him a touch addicted to pain medicine, but you know. Oh, I'm doing my best. Who really, right? Speaking of which, Annie, is it time for the pills yet? I'm really. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of pain, Annie. Uh, 
I don't know. How much work did you get done today? How many pages? Six. Ten. Is that enough? It no, should have been ten. ten. Should have been ten. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fine. All right. Oh. That's Paul, fine. Paul, should we let you get to work? But and then what? Or do you have questions? Because again, you guys live in a universe again to us, which is a story mm -hmm. universe. Is that a way to say it, guys? I don't want to. A story verse. A story verse. Sure. Do you have any uh, questions yes. about that? Does that blow your mind? Do you care? Uh, you seem really high. Does it does it blow my mind? Uh, that would be it would be tough to blow my mind at this particular stage of my life and, and my career. But, uh, you know, to answer your question of do I have any questions, I guess <laughs> if I had one, it would be why didn't they write a different ending? That would be the question that I have. But then again, I never thought about that when I was writing tragic endings for my characters. And so yeah. I guess it all comes full circle. I did you, see a stage show about your uh, predicament. It was uh, oh. very entertaining. Really? Who played me? Uh, it was a local local thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. They couldn't even get it. That's fine. That's fine. I have yeah. a question for you. DB, please. Um. So at the end of my version of uh, Hammer Time with Annie Hammer... You actually become Mr. Hammer and you both go hammering around the world together. Is that not how it's ending for you? You know, uh, no, to be honest with you, that's not how it ended uh, for me. That does sound better than the alternative that I'm living, certainly. Uh, you see, no one ever ended up coming to my rescue. And so I'm still here in Annie's house. And since she had me do one more misery book for her, the rationale was why not just have me keep churning them out, which I've been doing three of them a year, wow. every year since I've been here. So the work just keeps on and keeps on. And don't worry about taking me away from the work, by the way, because if I had said 10 pages, she'd have said 12. This is this is, this is how it is here. Paul, this you is, Paul, she Paul, didn't hear you. Paul, this is a very... Do you want me to dump you outside? Yes. I don't need to keep you alive. Yes, I want you to dump me outside again, Annie. Would you please, please do that? In the now, I do want to point out <laughs> that the author of the book, From Whence You Came, um, while on cocaine, could write like 10 books a year. Yeah, I'm just going to say three books a year. That's not that great. I mean, I can make like 150. Yeah, I feel now. like, Annie, mm. if you really, really want him turning out books... Cocaine, what? What else is she going to do to me? Is she going to break it, my legs with a sledgehammer? No, oh, wait a minute. No, it's cocaine. I'm saying tons, cocaine. Tons and tons of the all white the cocaine. Devil. It's called jet powder. Colombian marching powder. I've oh, well. I've That's done plenty one. of over sugar in my time. I was, after all, part of the New York literary scene in the '80s. So you okay. can only imagine uh, how many shovels full per night I was accustomed to. And to that, I say, please, please, for the love of God, give me more of that. Anything just to, so I could. Just saying, Annie, you can. It's a. It's a consideration. I'm not yeah. telling you to do it. I know the story doesn't go that way, but but the story didn't go this way either, from what I understand. Yeah, I, I don't remember the part in the book where they talked on a time box. I'm a real Green Mile Stephen King fan. Um, <laughs> well, Annie, also too, Annie, take everything that Dan says with a grain of salt, because he just recommended I do this whole thing that you're doing to George Lucas. Oh, I did not tell you to break idea. legs. I told you just to blackmail him. Yeah, yeah, guys. What, he, it, what better to have way to blackmail with someone than with a hammer, right? Any hammer? I mean, that works. It works really well. Uh, honestly, what I probably should have done is uh, find James Patterson, 
rescue mm. him and see how many books he can release in a year. But Oh, I hate to disappoint you. I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually write most of his own stuff, Annie. I, I don't want to. He's got a That's team true. and he's got <laughs> folders. But... Patterslam. <laughs> Patterslam 23. <laughs> you know, I made, I, made, I made a storyboard one time for Patterslam. And here's the thing. It was a cat and he was real tall, but he was kind of funny. But like, you know, he drank a lot, but he was real great. But, you know, I never got it made. For those who just added, added, yeah, for, this for is the who, uh, this is the ghost of Joseph Barbera of Hanna Barbera. You, you, the, I don't know if that exists in uh, your yes, universe. Ooh, I'm a ghost. Does oh, does God the Godfather exist in your universe? This will be fun. Do, do, have you the two of you, Annie or, or or Paul, seen the Godfather? Of course, yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. Who, who plays Michael Corleone in, in those movies? Uh, and, Robert Redford, actually, if I remember correctly. And who plays Sonny Corleone? Uh, which one was that? Sonny was the older brother, right? Yeah, he gets mowed uh, down in a hail of bullets. That was De Niro, if I remember correctly. Interesting. What? A, so in our universe, there's a, a, a man named James Kahn who played Sonny, if I'm remembering correctly. Sounds like and, a prince. And Yeah. Well, in our universe, he also played the movie version of you, Paul. Very. He's a very handsome, very Italian, the most Italian man who's ever existed, maybe. And existed. I think he's Italian. I could be wrong. Is he Jewish? Now I don't know. Somebody tell me what the, the answer is here. Well, James if, Conn, if he was James Jewish, Conn? he'd be in the Adam Sandler song. That's true. That's yeah, true. that's how you know if a celebrity is Jewish. <laughs> Just use that. Point. That's your that's your barometer. The um, I've uh, hey, I got to get going, but how you've got so many colorful characters you? here. How I dare you, real person, well Jeffrey Golden? You'll be well entertained uh, with Only all the person these... from Jay's time period. Because <laughs> as a reminder to everyone, Dan is in the I 80s. am now in, I, I would say, probably now. early 90s. Early 90s, because you're 30 oh, okay. years behind me. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, do you have anything you want to promote before you get the hell out of here? Absolutely. Uh, you could find, I write choose your own adventure games on email. You could get that. It's called Adventure Stack. You get it at adventurestack.com. It's very fun. Oh yeah! Thanks, uh, thanks so much, everybody. This is fun. Congratulations again on your big anniversary. And yes, to thank you. you. And to me, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I bye. will take it. <laughs> bye, everyone everybody. gets a pearl necklace from Jay in the, before they leave. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could you could keep that. That's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Full of questions, and you seem like a bright kid, and I wish you all the the best in the future. Hey, Joseph Barbera, keep on making those laugh Olympics. That's what America needs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. Wow, Jeffrey Golden, everybody. Um, with us as reminders, the ghost of Joseph Barbera, uh, famed hijacker and author D.B. Cooper, from whom many Stephen King stories, and now it turns out George Lucas stories have been stolen, and the very real Annie Wilkes and Paul Sheldon. Annie and Paul. Annie, look, um, I mean, are you a... I don't want to be rude. Are you a failed writer yourself? What? What? How does this come about that you become so, I don't want to say obsessed, but obsessed with, with Paul's work? Well, like everybody, um, everybody has a thing, right? Like the, the thing, it might be a TV show, it might be a musician, it might be a book, whatever, that just gets them through all of this. Sure. And for Absolutely. me, yeah, for me, I like this one mystery, uh, no, this one series, it's a, it's a romance series, maybe not something that I would have considered to be my thing before this but you know here we are and they're just they're just good and they're fun and i love them and then this piece of crap killed her oh no okay. why did you do that oh why did you do that paul 
Because I needed a rest, Annie. I needed a break. I had How did that work out, though? I feel like yeah, I feel like at the end it was a bad choice. Uh, well, now, you know, hindsight, yeah. by the way, and the answer I mean, to the question of, of why we're talking to you through a time box right yeah. now, which I was yeah. managed to cobble together from old uh, gel packs of pills and <laughs> tooth floss, and uh, I think I managed to put some bottle caps in there to make it run too because i had time on my hands you see mm -hmm. so i could find jesus christ find some way some way to go back in time some way to go to that bookstore where annie first picked up one of my books and just just say you, there's there's a whole display of danielle Steele over there why don't you for the love of jesus god please please choose that instead but somehow <laughs> somehow I ended up here with her instead. So I guess I've still got some tinkering to do, assuming that she doesn't yeah. take the whole thing away from me. I'm just in, kind of... In her defense... Yeah. You've gotten a lot of bed rest. That's true. Oh, you're hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Just comedy hour, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've got bed sores the size of calculators on me right now. <laughs> I mean, you that's didn't... not my fault. I said you should exercise. Did you give me the legs to exercise with, Annie? You can do it. I mean, you've got arms. All other than just putting myself in the chair to write and then taking myself out of the chair into the bed. I can lift the typewriter a few times, but every time I do, one of the keys falls out. So what I'm writing now may as well be Morse code, basically. I actually kind of want to read that. Yeah, I kind of do, too. Uh, well, quick. then you're in luck. Because there's like 90 of these things now. The in last your universe. Was, um, yeah, in your universe. They don't exist in our universe. That's the problem. I don't know how oh, we get feel, a hold of them. Feel free to come over then, because the last one that I finished oh. was, uh, oh, this was a big one, Misery's Menopause. That was great. Everyone loved that one. Now I'm working on Misery's Colonoscopy, and I think the next one's probably going to be Misery's Living Will. But she's going to keep having me write these things with Ian and Jeffrey chasing her around on walkers, basically, while she's on a respirator. This is my hey, life. Uh, hey, hey, Barbara, do you think you can uh, whip up a cat character with uh, who needs the colonoscopy? Already did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing about the colonoscopy cat. Uh, he's kind of he's kind of fat, you know, which is kind of funny because, like, you know, I mean, fat characters is funny. Nothing's funny. But also, he's tall because you don't really see a fat tall guy that often. He's but big and tall. He talks in a really high voice, you know, all the time. But like, you know, I mean, my characters don't really move that much, so he doesn't have to move that much. He just his bottom jaw is like pretty flappy. But like, you know, he's a cool guy. You know, he's pretty good. Now, Barbara, I got a question for you, man. Hi, what I'm a ghost. Two questions, actually. Yes. Uh, the first one is that while you were alive, did you ever have a fan who, uh, mm, gee, maybe took things a little bit too far in terms of like, oh, I don't know, sending you inappropriate gifts on your birthday or uh, maybe leaving little love notes under your windshield wiper or I'm just spitballing here, maybe kidnapping you off the side of a snowy road? Did that ever happen to you, Mr. Barbera? such a whiny bitch. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm in pain, Annie. I don't know if that ever happened, but here's this one time. So there was there was this guy, Iwa Takamoto. He's really sweet. He's a funny little Japanese guy, you know, kind of a tiny guy, but like you know, pretty funny. And uh, you know, he would uh, one time he replaced my wife with a Martian. So I was having sex with a Martian one time, and all of a sudden I was just like, "Oh Jesus, this is not my wife, this is the Martian." No, that was pretty funny. We all had a good laugh. Okay, well that's helpful. follow up. And the follow up. The are you telling me that Martians are real? Huh? Are you telling me that Martians are real? Yes, one hundred percent. 
Here's oh, the thing. God, I was, yeah, I, I was drinking down at Musa and Frank's one time. And then, you know, I was <laughs> like, you know, there's this guy comes in. He's pretty funny. He's a small guy, but like, you know, kind of like why? But like, you know, he's a pretty funny guy. And the bartender says to me, that's a pretty funny guy. And I was like, I should make a cartoon. And that's why I made him a Martian. Okay. So, okay. So in the cartoon world, he becomes a Martian. And uh, well, think... I had sex with his wife, but that's a completely different story. God, that's so complicated. Your life was rich. I want to say rich. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> rich is definitely a word. Um, real quick, Dan, have you read yeah. Misery? Have you seen Misery? I saw I saw a stage show. Oh, right. How does it end? Don't worry. How uh, does it end? I forget. Okay. DB? Well, again, if you guys can just hop over to my version, yeah. you'll just be hammering your way across the USA, happy as could be. I feel like he pummels her to death. Oh, okay. Oh, I believe. What's Okay, what's the inciting incident? Do you have the... a big doorstop, Annie? Hey, I don't like that ending. No, I, I don't like that at all. Do you have a, do you have a big doorstop? No. Hmm. You should buy one. Just saying. No, that's all right. DB, what is the inciting incident in your book? That's not the inciting incident. What is the moment in your book where it turns, though, where the two of them fall in love somehow? What is, like, what? Yeah, what's what? the turning point? Yeah. Well, yeah, because because maybe it's right after the Jeff dark night of the exciting soul. incident is when he crashes into the snow. Sure, but sure. what winds up happening is she hammers him so hard, like mm -hmm. so unbelievably hard in in his knee. It shatters into so many pieces that he just says, holy crap, that was some great hammering. And they fall in love immediately. Paul, but is there any chance that you want to do that? <laughs> Wow. So that's you just got to start Paul. by swinging. That's the good ending. And 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 people bought this book and they read it. Really? Yeah. Once again, I think I punched a dick into a dude one time, and I think I made that cartoon in 1987. <laughs> Bar Barbara stole it from me by punching dicks into people, and then someone stole it from him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah DB, have you, you didn't bother to publish your version of it, right? It just got. You think we should team up? By Steve. I mean that's. Yes. I love this. One hundred percent, yes. I yeah. absolutely. I think that the adventures of DB and, and Joe would be great. I mean, like I, you can make a card. I also have another film in the works, and it's about this professor, right? And on the side, he actually goes to uh, very big archaeological digs, and he's got a big whip, and his name is Ohio Johnson. Huh. That's gonna be. I think that even, sounds like sausages, Paul. I think even in your universe, you know what that is, right? Indiana Jones exists in your universe, right? Yes. Who yes. plays oh Indiana God. Jones? I think there's a I think there's a van coming up. I gotta go. I gotta go. I okay. Gotta go. All right. Cheap. All right, Mr. Barbera. Thank you so much. You're a ghost. Boo. <laughs> Bye. He's taking with you to the afterlife. Uh, what? Uh, but, but either sorry, Annie or Paul. Who plays oh, hey, Indiana so Jones sorry, in your guys. universe? Uh, uh, this is Nick Robes. Uh, oh yeah. Hey Nick. Hey Nick. Fucking Mike smells like whiskey. Who was here? <laughs> I can't tell you, but it was the ghost of somebody who was an animator man. So, huh? could, oh, yeah. okay. Well, you what, got anything you want to promote before you head on out? Uh, uh, go check out my buddy uh, Aaron Reynolds' book, F and Birds, on uh, uh, Amazon. It's a great book. Great. Sounds Thanks, good. Nick. It's so good to see you. It's our anniversary, just so you know. Our hey, 30th. Yeah. congratulations on 30 fucking years of Dan and Jay. That is unbelievable. Congratulations. I'm always excited uh, to hear uh, the, the fun stuff you guys put out. Well, you're a delight and, and a charmer. Yes. And make, you, make sure you grab your pearl necklace from Jay before you walk out the door. I'm no. sorry, what? Pardon? Bye. It's, but, okay. Unstate. So I really yeah. must go.
Okay. 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 Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. We, lo- bye. we love you, Nick. We, bye. we love bye. you so much. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Annie. Annie, who plays Indiana Jones in your universe? I, I'm not really good with the character names and okay. the actors who play them, unfortunately, but I okay. think it was that that nice guy from Love Story. Uh, the roommate, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Is she is she correct, Paul? Yeah, does that sound right to you? Uh, it was him in the first one. Uh, I believe after that they couldn't get him, and so they got Bill Pullman. <laughs> Who didn't go on that much very young, young man, but it's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. Bill Pullman was less grizzled, you know. Yeah. yeah, Bill. What's your favorite Bill Pullman role? Let's go around the room. <laughs> uh, I loved his uh, Hannibal Lecter. I thought it was really terrific. Wow, God, this is so not, interesting. <laughs> I could not imagine anybody else. Uh, I can't even do yeah. an impression of what that would sound like. It's amazing. <laughs> Annie, do you have a favorite? I know you're not great with with names and faces. Oh gosh, um, it was, it's it's we're talking about the guy who made, played the main guy from the second Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, on. does that help at all? No, it <laughs> okay. doesn't. That's wait, fair. Wait, wasn't he wasn't he in Scrooge? <laughs> was I like him in Scrooge. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was um, Ghost of Christmas Past and Scrooge. Yes, that's true. Yes. So, Annie, you strike me as you might be, tell me if I'm wrong, just because you've committed some, are you a true crime fan at all? Yes, I am. Who in your universe killed John F. Kennedy or is purported to have killed John F. Kennedy? Well, there, there are a lot of theories on this. Um, no, I, I mean, have that's to fair. say my, my personal one is that it was, um, I think it was Jackie. I think it was an inside job. Wow. That's what I think. Paul, any theories on your end? Chuck Barris, host of The Gong Show. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds right, actually. Uh, well, here's the thing. We we can't go a special episode of this show without getting... Uh, Dan, I don't even know how to express it. I, want, I don't want to sound too thirsty, but like just somebody so fucking sexy. Like you just like you look at these old pictures of this guy and you're just like... Oh man, I'm sliding off the seat. I'm so wet. With you, I am very proud of that author photo. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. I'm actually talking about um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, um, who in our universe supposedly we're told Mr. Lee Harvey Oswald was the murderer of John F. Kennedy, the, mm-hmm, the assassin. Mm-hmm. And I don't. He, he's here. I'm letting him in, but I got to tell you, it's going to take a lot for me to not remain just the thirstiest. Yeah, Jay's not very. Uh, it's really hard. If I meet so, a serial uh, killer or a killer, yeah, I usually just like rock hard from the second they walk in the room. Um, but DB, do you do you do you have any you know what? perspective uh, on it's, JFK? It's, because it, well, you know what? As soon as uh, uh, Jethro here starts talking about uh, Wangs and wetness, that's usually my key to Vominos. <laughs> so so ha- have a ha- very happy 30th anniversary to mm-hmm. Dan and uh, Jamiroquai, and I hope that you guys have just the, uh, the an excellent 30 years to come. Thank you so it. much, DB. You're a delight. And, uh, and uh, oh, real quick, though, our, our buddy uh, uh, Adam Grimes uh, had, had a message. I don't know if you Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Hang on one second. Hey, hey, Adam, are you here? Yes. Hey. Hey, what do hey. you got to promote? Want to promote um, something this I week? want to promote this show for another 30 years. Congratulations. You All guys. right. Thanks, You're sir. amazing. And if for some reason any of you play the new uh, 
Monkey Island video game mm -hmm. and you come across a character named the Fishmonger, that's me. Very jealous. I, I do have that. I'm going to have to play uh, it. Let's play do it. A, a play along where we comment on Adam's acting the whole time. Love is that. it a romanceable character? Is it a romanceable character? <laughs> I'm playing that's... Baldur's Gate, and that's all I care about. So You want to know who you can do it with? Yeah. Okay, that's a fair question. That, again, that's, now that's Adam's cue to leave is when uh, Jay... <laughs> when, I, when it gets too sexy. Adam, <laughs> when I get thirsted after uh, pixelated monkey men. We love you, Adam. Love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take me with so, you. I, I know this kind of thing happens a lot, but and, and, and that you get sort of... I, I'm so sorry, but Lee Harvey Oswald's been in the room for a moment. Mr. Oswald, thank you so much for joining I, us. Hi, hi Lee. Thank Hello. I, Hello. I, hi. I, hi. I, I don't, I, I will say, I don't, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I do tend to have a thing for people with a bloodlust. And, um, uh, you know, you can't see it right now, but I'm very excited that you're here. I'll be honest with you. You're, um, you're a very handsome man. Oh, I'm, I'm flattered. If, if you have a bloodlust, Jason has a lust, blood. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's uh, that's what we say around here all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Oswald, look, you came up, I want to say, totally naturally. Um, how, no, absolutely, know, totally naturally. I don't know how much you know about our show. We're a comedy show, sketch comedy show. Uh, we're celebrating our 30th anniversary as a sketch comedy group. Um, I mean, it's cool that you showed up, but do you have... I mean, look, I have a big question for him, Dan, but maybe you have the same exact question. I don't want to steal... The good question for you. Why don't, why don't you, from you? Why don't you ask yeah, the the question that we all have? What's your favorite Sunday? Oh fuck! Oh, I mean, any given Sunday, right? That's fair. I'm sorry, Lee Harvey Oswald. Was that a joke or was that just you being you? I just love Sundays. Okay, okay, you love Sundays. Yeah, just generically. <laughs> it's a wonderful day. I'm beginning it's to a day see. of rest, and you I, know what? We all need that. This is a guy you would hire to do anything you needed done, right, Dan? That's very I true, think. and actually, uh, because of that, uh, Mr. Oswald, just a quick question for you. You still have that man liquor Carcano rifle that you used ostensibly in the depository? Yes. Okay. Yes, do you have another bullet on you, Andy? Two. Oh, great. And you're a pretty decent shot. Like, you could probably say, for example, uh, make it a headshot from a fairly decent distance outside of a snowy window of a cottage. You could probably do that, right? Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. You have the capability of traveling multiple dimensions, including a fictional one. He does have the time box in front of him right now, He Dan. does. And that can be tweaked, apparently, to go to other universes where fictional characters are real people. That's I'm sorry, true. Mr. Oswald. Sounds like you could make that shot, but do you want to confirm? I could. Yes, I could. could. Okay. Well, we'll talk later. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we talk later about that. I, I guess. Yeah. Let's take that. Let's take that one offline. Let's take that. Yeah. So you in our in our time, just so you know, you're reaching us sixty years after things. Your 15. fate has some things have happened to you. Um. Did I? Did you? Oh, this is so weird. I never thought I'd have to ask anybody this. Did you kill? Assassinate President Kennedy? Oh yeah. Well, that clears that up then. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad we I'm glad we were able to work that out. So yeah, on no com no compunctions about it. No, no, not as many as I have previously had. Do you want to walk me through that? Somebody talk you out of these compunctions? No, they didn't talk me through it. I sat myself and I thought through it. 
So I guess I talked to myself. So to answer your question, yes, I talked to myself through it. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad that you know you have the ability to really kind of you know. He, he's very self, zen about this. Self-explore. <laughs> he's very zen about this. I don't, I don't, I don't, he's I don't, self-aware, and I think that's what's, uh, that's what I like in my assassins. Is there, is there um? Do you have a sort of moral, ethical, like a reason that you thought this was an okay thing to do? This is the deepest and darkest this show's ever gotten. Um, the assassination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, I I I feel like I uh, especially at the time. Uh, I just thought what was happening was, was was wrong, and I was very passionate about that. If it doesn't show now, it it, it was it was at the time. Uh, but I've had time to reflect a little on that since. Uh, can you can you so. share with us like what what specifically was it that kind of was driving you? I felt uh, uh, upset at how Cuba was being treated, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I felt that uh, uh, it was uh, awful to have a, a Kennedy in the White House. Do, do you have do you? This is a weird thing I've never thought to ask anybody. Did you do you recall having like some lost time for a period where like maybe at some point your consciousness was taken over and somebody said, "Oh boy," when they looked in a mirror, and after that they were like realized they actually had to go through with it, and that maybe you were sort of like compelled by that person's soul to commit the crime because changing that part of history would actually have done more damage than good. You know, now that I think about it, yeah, huh, yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting. That was a pretty I, big leap, Jay. Thanks so much. What would that be? I, I, I don't want to say. Annie, does, does Quantum Leap exist in your universe? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no, mostly here we uh, we watch reruns of uh, MASH and WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Anything no. with four big letters in it. <laughs> yeah. Then I get my pills and, and then I go happy time and I go bed. How, how, how are you right now? Are you high? Or not high enough, Jay. Not nearly, nearly high enough. That's Annie. Do you want to help him out? Or as Creed would say, can you take me higher? Has he? He hasn't written enough pages. Is what I'm understanding. Is that right? He's just, he's just a whiner all the time, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when he gets the pills. If he gets more pills, if he gets less pills, Mm -hmm. it's just complaining all the fucking time. It matters, Annie. It matters when I get the pills. It matters a great deal when Mm -hmm. I get the pills. Sure. And then I don't know if you if you read this, but he wrote something about me and he makes me sound like a fucking five year old, like about the cock a duty car and whatever. And that's not how I talk. Okay. I'm not I'm not a child. He's just mad because I burned a stupid fucking book. He thinks he's Hemingway. You're not Hemingway, dipshit. I am wishing right now that I could take Hemingway's way in. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my god, please just someone kill me, please. As we all know, Ernest he Hemingway's... does have two bullets. That's he true. I only yeah. need one. I only need one. Maybe I mean Dan. This is the weirdest purpose we've ever sort of like come to on this show. But like, I feel like I've, can yeah, we find a way to I get feel Lee like Harvey we Oswald? could just do uh, heads or tails on this one. Yeah, we 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 have to. Here's the thing: How do we get him to that universe and then get him back to his own so that happens and then and then shoots him in the gut and then oh. But anyway, like, how do we get him back? Do you have any technical thoughts? You're an IT guy, Dan. Do you have any? Yeah, but I'm much more on the software side. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, you know, hold on, I'm getting a call. This is weird. It just, it just says World War Two, Jay. That's very strange. Hold on, that's very weird. Give, give me a second, Dan. Can you, can you vamp? Because it's not connecting as fast as I'd like. Yeah. 
Uh, so, okay, so you still have two bullets, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we could either, so, okay, you two. We have a couple options here then, it sounds like. Either he could take one or the other. He could do both. What? What? Uh, where are we leaning? I'll tell you right now, just aim for me. Just aim for me, because it, it'll take more than a bullet. It'll take more than two bullets. It'll take more than a tank to stop Annie. So you That's make true. Not even a typewriter could do it. I mean... I mean... Uh, oh. um, Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay, if you guys are reaching me, this is kind of messed up. Um, Dan? Yeah? What episode are you recording right now? Uh, it's the 30th anniversary one. Oh, it's so, a special oh, one, Mr. With, Oswald. With hello, people. how are you? What was that? I was just saying hello to Mr. Oswald. Oh. Um. Dan, there's there's a lot to explain to you. Okay. Um, um. You can you might be able to see here that I'm wearing a 93rd Time Corps patch. Yeah, I'm seeing your Time Corps patch. I don't remember seeing that before. Yeah. So, you're talking to me. Yes, I am. That's accurate. No, you're talking to me, though. Like me, who's on this same episode with you. Oh, okay. Um, I, so this, this is the part where you need... You needed somebody to bring Lee R.V. Oswald into somebody else's universe, a fictional universe, and do a thing, and then... Yeah. And, and sorry, Mr. Oswald, you have how many bullets? I've uh, got two. I, I'm okay. sitting on two. Paul, what, what is it uh, you wanted us to do with him? I'll just put one through my head. Just one. Okay. Just between the eyes, if you can do it in the eye, doesn't in the ear, just as long as it gets into my skull and kills me. That's all. That's all that matters. Um, so, uh, Mr. Oswald, do you have some oh, Sanka? I think we're losing Micah. you. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. Hold on. <laughs> oh, now I can hear you. Now you can hear me better. I'm betting. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, I know what happened. Listen, long story short... Mr. Oswald, do you have some Sanka? Uh, uh, some Sanka yes. instant coffee? I, I have some, yes. Pour it over the time box for me. Okay. Then, uh, I hate to say this, could you type in the code 6969420 on the box? Oh, God. This is just how it works, guys. Uh, it's a coincidence. Okay, hold on to the box tightly. Okay, Paul, I need you to just uh, close your eyes. I can't really have you know what how this goes. And, okay, real quick, uh, dude, take your shot. Lee Harvey, take your shot, quick. Okay. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay. Real quick, type in 420-6969 on the box. Okay. Um, keep an eye out for Jack Ruby. That's all I can say. Um, uh, so, um, Annie, if you go in the next room, I'm so sorry, but I believe Paul has died. Oh. Yeah. Well, guess I gotta go find Nora Roberts. <laughs> Dan, um, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know when this happens time-wise, uh, but at some point you are going to get recruited into the 93rd Time Corps as well, and okay. um, FYI, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I have to go now that I've made that happen because that was important. That was very important to everyone's timeline. Yeah. Thanks so much. Hold on. I, I swear this is going to work. Okay, there we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, guys. That was crazy. I didn't talk the whole time because I was so my mind was so blown. Yeah, that I was uh, an interesting believe. turn of events. I can't believe Paul's dead. You know, it'd be weird. Real quick, I it, it, we just we don't have like a the number of people in the room that I'd like. Um, I'm gonna call my buddy. Hold on one second while I mute. That's weird that I can mute something over here. Uh, I'm gonna call my buddy Josh Bermont. I want to see if he can get on the line real quick. Okay, let's see. Okay, <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, hello, Josh. Jason, what's up, man? Hey, uh, it's Dan and Dan and my. I don't know if you've met Dan or not, but uh, it's our it's our thirtieth anniversary as a comedy group. And uh, I hear just... good things. I hear good things. I've never met him though. But uh, hey, how you doing? I'm all right. Um, Josh, this is crazy. Health, um, health and murder. So this is weird, but we have Annie Wilkes in the room from get the fuck out of here from the story misery. Like we can travel time, dimensions and stuff, but we didn't think we'd ever get into a fictional dimension. But she's here. Holy shit! Like the real Annie Wilkes, like Ooh, yeah. and you know, Dirty Birdie and all that stuff. I love that stuff. That was so. That, that's not how I talk. I am a big fan of yours, though. I like yeah. that book, Paperback Beasts. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah, Annie, I was going to tell you, I, I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, Josh is also a, a, an author yeah. in our universe. Yeah. So, if, yeah, I read a lot, a lot, a lot. And if, you know, hold on real quick. I'm going to mute Josh. Annie, if you want, I'm betting we could get you into Josh's universe. I'm just saying. Yeah. Do you, right, well, do you have interest in that or I mean I I need another author now that now that my favorite Paul is is apparently dead. Can you pour some coffee over your thing and write 6969420 on the, on the, on it? Sure. Okay, real quick. All right. just, sorry. Hey Josh, uh just so you're going to get a really super fun surprise in a minute. I just want to let you know that's your so biggest cool. fan is going to show up. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know who it would be, but I'm really, really eager to to meet whoever that is. First, though, since I did just finish a book, I have a yeah. little mission that I like to do. Sure. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Yeah, go ahead. The thing of Don Perignon, and then I go out for a little snowy drive. And so once I get done with all of that, which uh-huh. I'm really excited about, and sure. come back, I can't wait to meet this fan. I'm so stoked. You're gonna Oh, you're going to love it. Also, weirdly, here with us, Lee Harvey Oswald. Do you have any questions for him? Uh, wow. Lee Harvey Oswald. Gosh. Um... Oh, yeah. I it's uh, post that, pre that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah, hence um, him, hence him being here. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if I had a question, it would be when you defected to Russia, but then you came back. Were you like a triple agent, or were you just kind of a little indecisive at that time of your life, like we all get? I wish I could say triple agent. I was indecisive. Yeah. Yeah, we've all, been, we've all had that phase in our life. Thank you for saying that. I I didn't know I didn't know where I was going with anything. I really I I, I hadn't you know I hadn't really got my crosshairs on stuff. Yeah, you know, like I I read that Don DeLillo book Libra that was you know kind of an unofficial story of you, and the entire time I'm sitting there turning pages, I'm thinking this guy's just like me. He's just yeah. at a bit yeah, of a he's, he's just one of us, right? He wants everybody's a little bit like Lee. Yeah, he wants yeah, to see the world. That's what we all say. You know, seems like a nice guy, salt of the earth, just a little, you know, uh, finding himself, that's all. So, you know, hey, more power to you, buddy. Thank you. Annie, have you arrived in, in our universe yet? Oh, sorry, you cut out. Was that to me? Yeah, Annie, are you, are you in our universe yet? I'm not entirely sure how any of this is working. I know. Just knock on the door next to you, see what happens. All right. Uh-oh. Who is it? Here, you know what, guys? I should probably get and see who that is. Okay, sure. No problem. Yeah, check. Happy 30th. Thank you. And Thank like you. said, here's to another 30. Go you guys. This is Thank terrific. Thank you. Nice. And everybody so should we, read. Uh, 
Everybody should read Paperback Beasts, which is out mm-hmm. digitally now, but will be back out physically at some point, right? Uh, in October, yes. It's going to actually, right now, it's just a novella. But in October, I'm releasing a uh, a larger, it's a, it's going to be called The Breaking Machine and Other Stories. That's going to okay. happen. And three other stories in it. And, you know, barring something unforeseen and really tragic happening to me in the next, like, hour or so, I see no reason in the world why this book won't come out in October. Probably I'm so excited. For for what I can promise you is that you will have some motivation to write. Yeah. Terrific. I can always use more of that, just like I can always use that little extra time in bed, you know, in the morning, first thing. Where you right. Just, oh, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. stay here forever. But you know you got to get up, but you don't want to. Ah. Uh, it's a little bit, a little bit of, uh, you know, NC Hammer going through your head. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Of course. And, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, again, I'm sure I'll be back many, many times because it's not like I'm just going to disappear off the face. No, we always have your best interests at heart. Yeah, that doesn't happen to people. Anyway, have a great rest of the show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks. you know, uh, I, uh, Josh, you're good to go. Um, I'm going to. Uh, Annie, are you gonna you're gonna take care of business right now, right? Yeah, I, I got this. Don't worry about. That's it. fine. That's fine. Um, I'm gonna bring in my friend uh, Kelly Hager. Kelly, do you have anything you want to promote? Thanks for being here for our 30th anniversary. Yeah, thanks uh, for stopping by. So happy to be here and congratulations. I really don't have anything, so I'm gonna just say again, absolutely get um get Paperback Beasts. It's really good. Uh, Jason, your sketch comedy book is out next <gasps> next month, right? In September. Really? So it's almost this month. That's so good. Jeez, I you better pre-order so or you might not get your copy, guys. Shit, pre-order man. now. I better get it now. It's, well, Kelly, it's that's a so good. Yeah. So that's that's really just what I want to what I want to plug. I will say if anybody wants to listen to back episodes of Press Play and Scream though, it's a very good podcast. It's mm-hmm. on our network mm-hmm. for some of the the run and it's a great fucking show and they're a delight. They're both a delight. Well, Kelly, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me on. I'm sorry I suck at improv. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You yeah, were that's great weird. In this 5 seconds you were here. Mm-hmm. I think I think you were great. <laughs> yes, I I agree. Thank you. Uh but congratulations again. You guys are great. Thank you so much. By the way, do you have Thank any you. questions for uh, Lee Harvey Oswald before you go? Uh, do you take requests? No. That was it. <laughs> I think you're muted, uh, Lee. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, he does take requests, Kelly. It's your chance. <laughs> I've got a list. We'll talk offline. Okay, that's fine. Fantastic. <laughs> May need to help him buy some barrel bullets. How... Someone's got one left. I'll How run about... to this store. How okay. about my way? Do you, do you got? Do you, you want to my way? You want to sing my way? I'd love to hear my way out of the. Yeah, off the, uh, the, I, I, the lyrics off the top of my head, but I can try and give you a my way. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. My way. I don't remember the whole song though. It's after my time. That's fine. That's that fair. is true. <laughs> that does make it harder. Now it's interesting that you know that it's after. Time. <laughs> He's Almost. been probably he's probably been looking through the archives <laughs> of the time box. Oh, have you? You shouldn't be doing there's that. There's some. There's a lot in here. I know, but it tells you too much about the world's future and therefore your future. Yeah, I'm not sure why we decided to have it record everything that it re- has ever experienced. Yeah, that's should, bad. I haven't looked into my future. Should I? Look or at least into you my no, no, no. I would say, I would say, be surprised. Enjoy it while you've got it, buddy. Yeah. You know? You're you talking out of it. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> You shoot your shot, you should take your shot, right? I would say though, if you if hey. you if you have any desires to write like a memoir or something, maybe do it now. You know, while it's fresh. No time like the present. 
Exactly. It's fresh. What, yeah. What, what would you call it? Do you have any thoughts, Lee? Mm. If I didn't. Uh, <laughs> if, if I if I did it, uh, Oswald on the world. Oh, yeah. Oswald on the world. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 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 I've That's got some great. thoughts. I bet you do. Yeah. Um, and I think we all want to hear them. I think we do. I think I, I, I could, can't. Yeah. I please. Going like a, a book tour, you know. I yeah. would love to see that for you. I'm, I'm sure you should just travel everywhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very freely. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Uh, well, look, Lee Harvey Oswald. I I think we should have you back because I feel like you should be featured. Um, even though I'm pretty sure I can convince you to do anything I wanted you to do, I, I part of that makes me more interested in you as a person. So, I, it's been a delight to have yes. you. Here. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm a get to yes kind of guy. Uh, well, have a wonderful time. And uh, you know what? Before we go, Dan, I wanted to yeah. bring in my buddy Rex Howell. Rex, are you there? Oh, hey, Rex. Hey, how's it going, you guys? The only person I've ever met with the name Rex. Rex, do you, what, what's, a, first of all, we're here for our 30th anniversary of us as a comedy team, which I guess it counts. We were 13, but I think it counts. Yeah, that counts. I count that it. counts. Um, somebody that you do jokes with since you were 13, it counts. Right. No, right. in front of a camera, it counts. And now, Rex, yeah. I've only done jokes with you a few times, but you did a drinking game with me, uh, yes. like other people who have been on this show. Um, I don't. Are you in the upcoming, in the one they're doing upcoming, or no? I'm not in this one, no. I'm not okay. going to be in the PB one. I'm excited to get to go see it. The space is cool. Okay, okay. I, yeah, yeah if I were there, yeah, yeah. I'm very sad that, I, that I'm missing out on them doing live shows. Um, makes, me, would, makes me weep. Would you, you'd have done the Pee Wee run, right? I would have, yeah. Last time, I don't remember, I did a bunch of uh, like bit parts, but I specifically said I have to play Phil Hartman because I play Phil Hartman every, mm-hmm. t- every mm-hmm. time there's a Phil Hartman role. What a dream. Yeah, well, I just, I insist upon it because I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Um, re- Not you know, shy. We, we've never had you on the show before, and you mm-hmm. will come back as well, as well as Lee Harvey. Well, thank as well. you. But what's, what's up with you? Uh, do you want to promote anything that you are allowed to legally promote? Given you know what? I don't have anything that I can legally talk about, but I actually am excited to see your book. I, I mean, like that's just racing down the pike. You're going to have that out in a few more days. It feels like. Yeah, I think I should have it in hand within the next week or two, and then oh. not long after that, it will actually physically be out there, which is weird. like I'm looking forward to it. It's it's uh, when I saw the title, we're not worthy. I was like, mm, that's pretty much my childhood right there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I assumed you're much younger than me, though. You might be. Thank you. Might you. Still I, be. That, I may not be. Still, I, I may be older your than you. Your age is no. There's no way. You'd be surprised. Well, I mean, if you look me up on the uh-huh. internet, yeah. I'm. I will be much, much older than uh-huh. is a living person. The last time somebody <laughs> googled me, I think it was like 120 or 160, and that's, that's... still a little under. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at your IMDb. I'm I'm looking for myself to see what's what if there's any if there's anything. You looking for have. yourself on IMDb? Just there. Uh, you got to find like one of those celebrity birthdays where they also give me a net worth of something oh, over yeah. a million dollars. Yeah, right. So like, yeah, that. right, buddy. I, don't you love that? That's one of my favorite things. Oh, well, there's your obituary. I think that's a. I like to think that's the internet <laughs> drifting between dimensions. Oh, good. When did I die and how? Oh, it's good <laughs> to know. At what point was I worth $12 million? Jesus Christ. Oh God. Is that why I died? Because I was worth too much? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I mean, this is a situation where I have people on and I'm, and I'm now... Okay, re- so according to this, you're 32 and live in Eastman, Georgia. How close am I? Way, way off. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a different... I haven't been to Georgia. 
I haven't been to Eastman, Georgia. Yeah, there's there's a couple there's a there's a couple out there that oh, I haven't taken care of yet. Most of the Jason Kloms are my same age. I will say that closer. <laughs> there's one that's like is your age, isn't there? The one that got in the plane accident. Oh yeah, he's mm. yeah. There are several Jason Kloms that would pronounce it clam based on where they're from. Who yeah. one guy was in a a plane accident and he's gotten the Whoa. most press of any of us. Fuck you. <laughs> So well, it's just funny because it's like, well, didn't you fly somewhere around the same time? Uh, probably. Like, I might have gone out to Chicago to check it out, or I don't. Or know, did you like take that. the other Jason's life on? Did you switch places? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be a very bizarre trading places we kind of movie. About this, we just don't talk about it. It'd be a very fucked up trading places kind of movie. Where I've got an idea, bro. Have I murdered the guy in in your story? <laughs> the fence. Is there a hammer and a cinder block involved? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That is fair. Were you 15 in 1925? <laughs> yes. Wow, you're looking good. You're doing good. You're, you're doing did, real did. good, Rex. We'll give you Thank that. you. Uh, yeah, I don't. I literally have no idea how how old you are, and that's that's the bonus of being drunk and also literally not being able to tell how old you are. You could be 20. You could be 35. No one ever believes how old I am either. I want yeah, it to be a mystery. Better. That's I like fine. It being a mystery. That's fine. I just I just have to tell people because at some point, like. And they know because of the balding that I'm at least like, what's the minimum age for people to be like thirty something, right? Like maybe... babies are bald. So yeah, true. I mean to be One, fair, you could be a baby. Zero boss baby. For all I know, <laughs> you're the youngest man ever. <laughs> you know what? That's the best argument. You're I've Benjamin ever heard. buttoning. It's Look at better... you, Benjamin. You're Merlining. It's better than the whole. You know, it's more testosterone than the average man. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That really, and it, it's always nice too when you're the one who's being told that you're like, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> or the man you know who can't what? grow a beard. Here's, here, <laughs> let me ask you this, Rex. Have you ever gotten the celebrity, the unflattering celebrity comparison? I can probably think of some good looking celebrities to compare you to, but I would imagine, do you, have you ever gotten the like, why did you think? You're like a baby Ray Romano. Or... <laughs> why would you tell me? Like, you know, why would you tell me that I look like blank? Because I'll tell There's you. There's one. I want to know what yours is. There's one that I remember giving that reaction, but I also like have kind of an etch-a-sketch brain where I can just sort of like shake it out. Yeah. Um, so I can't. It's it's not coming back real quick. It'll come, I think, though. What was mm-hmm. yours? Just do the voice. Come on. <sighs> It was Paul Giamatti. Like, I've gotten it so you many times. You can't outrun the wolf, You can't outrun the wolf, kid. I've gotten it so many times. I'm not drinking times. any fucking Merlot. And I don't think I'm that... Uh, okay, I don't want to say that. I don't think I look the, You're like the way handsome. he looks. You're like a handsome... He's a handsome Ray Romano. You're a handsome Paul Giamatti. I don't... I still don't see it. that. I, I was told I look like Ricky Martin. Okay. Very okay. much. I, oh, I forgot By about that. By a very flamboyant gay man at Walmart. Okay. We probably Wait, didn't have a lot this? of options in our small town. That's true. Hey. In, upstate, in upstate New York. That's... Rex, where are you from? I'm forgetting. By the way, you're getting a full interview at the end of this episode. Yeah, why not? Let's close you know, it off thank you. So many questions. I'm from Seattle. Grew up in Seattle. Really? Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, well, see, but then I'd have to, you don't want me to know your age. That's fine. Did you ever watch Almost Live as a kid? I did. I grew up watching Almost Live. John Keister started off my evenings uh, mm-hmm. on the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched Joel McHale uh, mm-hmm. before he left town. Sure. Uh, okay, good. All right. Well, I interviewed one of those two. <laughs> Take a guess. Take was a it John Keister? It was John Keister, but also Pat Cashman, Bob Nelson, both the guppies. I interviewed so many people from that show. They all love me now because they're like. Too bad he didn't interview Joel McHale. You could ask him about how that IT crowd pilot ride. I tried so hard. 
hit him up after you release the book and hit him with that list of names and I bet you could get a call eventually. Maybe, but here's the thing. I, I did reach out to him, but I also reached out to him through some friends. I reached out to him through Tim oh. Amundsen, who knows him, and Got I, it. I didn't get anything back. Tim Amundsen, also a Seattle uh, originating actor and genius mm. man. Lassie from Psych, guys. Come on. He's a great guy. He's the best. Um, so I tried. I will try one more time. I will give it one more shot to get me a, a Joel McHale because I love him and I love community and you yeah, know, same, who, yeah. Who doesn't want to uh, stare at Joel McHale for an hour? How much did you watch um, Talk Soup with him on it? Not much. I mostly was a Hal Sparks and John, mm-hmm. John fucking, what's his name, guy? John Henson guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember Hal Sparks. You tried to mimic his website. I did. We did a weird thing, Rex, where we recreated Hal Sparks' original website. Don't ask me why. I didn't hear <laughs> Like, well, he yeah. had all these weird yeah. pictures and we mimicked them in his attic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Like like he had like these like almost like judo-ish type pictures like yeah. Yeah. and like they were like dark black background mm-hmm. and like high contrast and we were yeah. recreating those. I don't know why Whoa. Rex. I don't know what don't know. why is that the thing we chose to pair? I know we never got around to doing the cuz we were then cuz my website has been lordofdance.com since 2001. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. And well, so, see, Dan, see, Dan and I had a Dan had a little Dan and I had a viral hit uh, back in 2001 when several thousand hits a day was viral and uh, mm. shut down from Dan's China. Server. Yeah, shut it down. Was like, it was like it was posted on a Chinese forum, like as their link of the day. Yeah, so it shut Whoa. down the server. Dan had to switch free YouTube, around. so we had to handle the bandwidth, and we didn't. It and because killed my website. Dan was hosting plans were like a hundred megabytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was very, not much. Very much so. And it got passed around and shit. And then, yeah, Dan created Lord of Dance, which was mostly GIFs of him dancing. Yes, we say GIFs. I'm so sorry, anybody who doesn't like that. And then Dan's video. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you've been lordofdance.com since then. But then we had discussed about trying to recreate Lord of the Dance. Same oh, as yeah. we did, not hellsparks.com. Yeah, we should have done that. Why didn't we do this, Daniel? Well, life, I think, happened. Uh, okay. Yeah. Life always gets in the way. It, really it does. does. It also finds a way, as they say. Yeah. Yes. Here, I'm going to hold of... my, my... I do like I that. Does that it. seem pretty sturdy? Like does that seem like a pretty sturdy... Oh, it is. It is not It's not intended for walk, like putting weight no, on. No, no. But, but it's great. And the next we time got, I we, do... We got that for him for Christmas. Yeah, Dan got me. It does have a little, 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 you know, little walkie pad on the bottom, though. So, like, you put a little weight on it. You can put a little weight. I'm just not going to rely on it to not tip over. Um, yeah. Rex. I really want you as an Attenborough. <laughs> I, look, I've done it. When we did a drinking game, Jurassic Park, a couple times, I was him. I had to make my own cane, though. And then since Dan has bought me this, so when we, we do drinking I do game have Detroit. A, I do have a character named Weston Yarbrough. Who basically? Who likes is, to drink and read? That's true, and he's very much, <laughs> he's very Attenborough-y. <laughs> um, but I don't know what you mean by character. He pops up on the show every once in a while. The answer is very real. It's real person. Very real person. Sorry. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, you're such a disappointment, Dan. That's a I joke. Know. I love I you. Know. I love you. I've known I've known Dan for okay, Rex. Well, what's what your? Give me Rex. I'm going to just keep saying your name because it's a very fun name to say. It's yours. It's mine? Have it. Oh, okay, Rex. Oh, that's beautiful. Wait, what's it short for? It's it's short for Rexford. For real? No, Rexworth. I'm kidding. It's Rexworth. See, now I don't that, know which one. Now <laughs> Rexworth like is alive. better, frankly. It is. Is it It's true? just Latin for king. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, it's not even that fancy. It's old, but it's not long. But it's a good. No, it's a very. It's a very good name. Okay. Did you do comedy with friends as a kid? Yeah, I, I tried. Uh, most of my friends were uh, either not funny or uh, dropped out of wanting to do it. So I didn't. In Seattle, like nobody watched the uh, almost live but me. Like okay. I was the kid being like, "Do you guys want to make a video?" And I got a camera, and everyone was like, "Sure." And it lost interest to me. Okay. I lucked out that we didn't. We were the kids Seattle. that didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we lived in a small town, and Dan and I, our buddy Mike Gribnish, which is a code name for somebody else in our group because they, <laughs> they don't want their That's name a, being used. Gribnish is good. Great right? code name. It That's really a real is. good code name. It really is. And there are a few others, but yeah. And uh, Dan and I did a couple like we improvised sketches. I, I don't want to call them improv because yeah. they're not skilled. We were 13. I was 13. Did it 14. start with the audio and then move to the camera? I feel yeah, like it did. We did audio. And then the next year we were like, my dad brought a video camera home from his, the hospital he worked at, let us borrow it. And, uh, yeah, we, we have like 50 tapes because of that. And we've just been doing it for a long time and have yet to make a dollar off of it. But I think that's, I think that's okay. Right. Is that, yeah. that's legally fine. The moment someone makes a dollar it. off of it, it's no longer fun. Especially if you have ADHD. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, oh, wait. So, Dan, because of your ADHD, if we if we like sold a bunch of like we got a movie fucking deal tomorrow, hustle culture, man, a movie deal tomorrow, you'd be like, fuck this, you'd be like, fuck I'm this out. noise, I'm out. I will say <laughs> to that end, here's our no, idea. I'll do the movie. I just okay. won't have fun. That's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you have fun. Well, that might go that way either way. <laughs> I've decided I'm now casting Rex in this movie. So I, I this is a verbal contract. If we ever sell the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour movie, I want to sell Rex. Verbal contract. This is going up online. You're cast in it. But it's essentially The Prince and the Pauper with Dan and I. And the whole idea is we just switch mustaches. And so that's the way in which we look alike. And I just want, I want 90 minutes of that. That's the movie I've wanted to make since I was 16. Dan and I have had... We have to, we have to keep it very sincere. Oh, of course. Yeah, because that's really grounded in performance, from. right? And, and for Leslie some reason, Nielsen style. I don't know why for Rex I'm seeing. I don't know if this character exists in the Prince of the Pauper. Doesn't matter. They're all adaptations, right? Exactly. I'm picturing. I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, the the Sheriff of Nottingham in uh, Prince of Thieves, the uh, the guy in All Black in the the Three Musketeers Disney movie. I don't know why I'm getting like the 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 rough like fuck you. I've got a crazy goatee guy. I don't know why I'm getting that from you. Can you do Rex. a goatee, or do we need to also do a, a stick on goatee? Oh yeah, well that have to be. You will. I can't grow one. You couldn't. Really? In a year. Dan yeah, can, yeah. Dan can grow what you see. I think, right? Dan, this is about the extent of what I got going. What on can you end. grow, Rex? What's your situation? Yeah, I mean, I, you wouldn't see it. It would be okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not so great. Maybe, this, oh, can it be from a here down? We'll okay. just we'll make it a teenage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. that again. yeah, that works. How's, how's your voice crack sound? Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. I gotta get the Robin Hood. After stealing all everyone's lunch money, and again, I don't know if I almost, a... I almost shaggied that one. You like going school? Like holy cow, school! Oh my god, school! Oh. Um, yeah, okay, this movie's gonna happen. I've decided. Our <laughs> prince and the pauper. I mean, look, I want it to happen, and I now think. I guess Rex is the bad guy. I guess that's what you are. I don't know who that is. At least like the sub bad guy, right? Like the one that like is but in he's... between the BBEG. Right, but I mean, in in Prince of Thieves, the main bad guy is our Sheriff of Nottingham. The guy in in Three Musketeers is a second banana, but they're both the scariest. And I think you could find it. We'll find it. It doesn't have to have a goatee. 
again, he's a teenager, we've decided. So I love he's it. Our, I'm just saying he could be the Sir Hiss of our movie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sir Hiss does stand out as opposed to your, your Prince John, who is very funny. Mommy! That's very funny, but... <laughs> But Sir Hiss is also like stands out because he can hypnotize me. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I don't hate yeah. that idea. I just want to make sure Rex gets center stage. Yeah, for I'm just saying like two. that's it's it's always I'll the be it's 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 the one below what's supposed to be the BBEG that's it's, always the scariest because they're the ones who are true. actually carrying out the work. That's very true. Yeah, Those like, they're the doing the work. They're putting in the steps. This yeah. is good, Rex. Um, mm-hmm. well, okay, again, we've already gone over. You can't promote anything. Um, God damn it. Uh, promote yourself. Tell, just tell us. Yeah, just, yeah, just tell promote us a, something tell about us a, you. Tell us who Rex is. Uh. Gosh, I mean, I've been trying to figure that out for my whole life, you guys. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm a, I'm a. a He's got a, kind a of low. a John Cusack thing going on right now. You know what? You're not wrong. Thank Shit. you. Yeah. Thank you. It. John would be furious. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would that would sting. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's 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 done he's 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 done well. He's done okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to tell us anything about uh, yourself? Come on, from man, Seattle. Can't from grow a Seattle, beard. can't grow a beard. Axe. Do you a have a website? I have. You Rex can promote Howell. yourself. Net. You're allowed to promote yourself. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. no, my my uh, my personal uh, compunctions almost always prevent me from doing an adequate job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, nah, man, I act, I, I act and do comedy and stuff in Los Angeles and do sketch. I, you know, everything um, that I can get out and do, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, we're just in the midst of this fun rainstorm of joy, and we just had an earthquake. So I've just been giggling all day as things go wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a uh, comedy air is going on out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, best. I didn't know about the earthquake. My Our guest earlier was like, yeah, also an earthquake. Oh, no. This is... this is, I, I have terrible timing for us to when to set up a show. Apparently. Apparently. Perfect. Actually, I think, I think the rest of the universe has proper timing after we set up a show. Yeah, that's mm. true. Does that make sense? You can't What's, really... Yep. You can't really, yep. like... In a couple of weeks, it's really hard to predict that a hurricane is going to hit Los Angeles. Rex, I didn't get to ask you this. This is our hmm. Pearl anniversary. What do you think the, thir- the first joke I made was on the show? Uh, oof. Uh, I mean, were any necklaces given out? Mm. Thank you. Thank that's, you very uh, much. Yep, that's, he uh, knows. He knew. That's the joke. Yes. That's, yep, I think so. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is the only joke you can make, but that's absolutely the joke I made. <laughs> Everybody's answered similarly. So, good. I'm, I'm not only predictable, but... Maybe it's the universe that's predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Rex, Rex, I don't know if you listened in. Did you hear Lee Harvey Oswald earlier? You know, I, I caught a moment of it, just a mm-hmm. moment. Um, and uh, it seemed like a like a like a, a tense or troubled man. Yeah. 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 He's, he seemed to not know what was going on and at the same time being fine with that. Yeah. I mean, in, in his position, I don't know if he has much of a choice. That also could be the the truth, depending on depending on uh, circumstances that none of us can be witness to. I guess until I tweak the time box better. I guess. I guess. Um, I suppose, Rex. If you're going to assassinate anyone, <laughs> <laughs> oh me. <laughs> kidding i will not what would be your perfect murder what's your perfect murder (laughs) that's what that shows about walk on the beach (laughs) (laughs) that show is about karen kilgara figure out like the ideal person she would kill right like that's that's what i think that is if i could kill someone Uh uh-huh um well look look i feel like first of all rex this i put you in an awkward position by being the only guest um because people started dropping off but oh i like 
as long as you're comfortable. Rex, are you okay? Rex is. I'm great. Are you fine? Are you okay, Rex? Okay, good. I'm doing. I'm doing good, James. Okay, good. I just that's what I need to hear deep in my heart. I'm. I'm doing so good. Thank you. You're. You're. You're taking care of me. I good. I'm glad. The bonus here is that I'm also sober, and that's informing my. I want to point out that at this moment I am not. You're not sober. Oh well, I was lying. Oh, do you? Oh, you found a photo to haunt people with. <laughs> it's a good photo. It's a very good photo. It's uh, a main photo, from my understanding. It's what? What now, Dan? The main photo. It's an entire background. It's, oh, it's the main photo. It's my wallpaper now, but. Rex, are your know. eyes green or are they blue? <laughs> they look green. They're blue. They're, They're blue. blue. The color temperature on that photo is yeah, not that's, accurate. But okay. that's blue to me. So I think. The color temperature on Jay's it, TV is off. That could be the problem because I'm watching on a TV, so that could be that could be the issue. <laughs> okay, we've already gone over that Rex is not a, yeah. legally allowed to promote anything. Well, here's what. We'll but do. in his defense, when he talks about color temperature, it does make him look a, a tidge jaundiced. That's true. I don't think that no, is that, not that Rex's part is natural. real. Oh, <laughs> okay. you've got colic. Oh no, okay. he's you trying to thing. be. He's trying to get a part in the live action Simpsons movie. Yep. Well, Dan, since, not, <laughs> since neither you nor I are in a union, I think we can promote everything we do. So why don't yeah. you promote your shit, and then we'll come around to me. And then what we'll do is, we didn't ask anybody else to do this, but Rex, if you can stick around, each of us will do a thought. Like something to leave the audience with. something that like a, like, Yeah, like a, a moment of zen kind of thing. A moment of zen sort of situation. So think on I that, that. As, like, as Dan promotes another D&D thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, check out of Dyson Dens. I have been so busy that I have not edited at all what we recorded weeks ago. In fact, I haven't even downloaded everyone else's recordings oh, off no. of their shared drive. That um, <laughs> I was going to do that today, and then that got fucked by work as well. Oh, um, but there will be a new episode soon, and we are talking about recording our next episode of Deadlands as well. Mm -hmm. A fistful of dice. So hopefully some new episodes coming on our TTRPG podcasts. Um, com. I did actually do a my first Twitch since Meowathon uh-huh. uh, the other day. How'd that go? That's good. They came up with an came out with a big update to Phasmophobia. So oh, we're checking okay. that out. Yeah, they uh, they added progression, so they reset everyone back to zero. It's a scary game. And, Yep, and now you have to like you start with like really shitty equipment, and you have to work your way up to better equipment. Okay, that's smart. That's yeah, smart. so like your your freaking like EMF thing is like uh-huh. just a little needle that moves. And what are you twitch.tv slash dgomi? Uh, it's twitch.tv slash dgomiller. I'm sorry. Or I you can hit up my link tree at linktr.ee slash dgomi. That's what it is. I fucked That's up, the man. one. I'm the worst. Dan, I love you, and I apologize. Mm-hmm. I apologize for ruining your whatever it's called, pitch. Words? Plug. Hi, Jason Klom here. My book, that's the only thing I should promote. Go to sketchcomedybook.com. It's called We're Not Worthy. I interviewed 150 people from the world of sketch comedy from the 1990s and from other yes. decades, including you got your Mike Myers, you got your Bob Odenkirk, you got your Marshall Warfield, you got your Carol fucking Burnett, you got somebody who's on your show of shows. I got somebody who's on every kind of show basically going back to the, the literally the 40s. So it's the full history of TV sketch comedy as much as you're going to get up until the 90s, and mostly it concentrates on the 90s. This is a bad elevator pitch. The elevator has now crashed and everybody's dead. But uh, sketchcomedybook.com will have all the information as to where you can uh, pre-order it. Pre-orders help. And once it comes out, if you want to give it a five-star review, great. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you seem like a mean I've person. I've bought two. Thank you, Daniel. Um, Rex. Rex, is there anything you'd like to leave the world with? Ooh, I mean, like a sincere thing. It does not have to be. Have you heard either of us speak yet? Oh, dang. 
All right, I'll do sincere then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> never forget that people only ever remember how you make them feel. Ooh, that's fucking deep. I feel like this is the kind of shit that he can just pull out of his ass because he's actually that deep, and it annoys me no end. That <laughs> this like co- like consistently in touch with himself, and I'm like constantly trying to find ways to separate myself from reality. Hence, uh, all the things that are in my system. Dan, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, yeah, the. It's, get, get jaundice. It'll help you get in the Simpsons movie. <laughs> I'm going to leave people with, look. <laughs> That's a really bad start. With, look. Look, I'm on, I'm in look, no way stalling and trying to think of a thing. <laughs> look. And what's important about that is that, here, listen. I have things to tell you. And those are, uh, uh, no, here, I'll be sincere. Dan, I have known you for more than 30 years, but mm. these these 30 years have been, don't do that. Don't do, mm, don't mm. do it. Don't. Mm. I will. I, I, if you, if I don't get a sincere reaction out of you, I will cry and I will die. Those, both of those things will happen right now. Uh, no, but 30 years of comedy, I would not have uh, done it with anybody else except for Rex. I'll be honest. If it were Rex, I'd be fine with it, but nobody else would, I would rather do 30 years of comedy with. And this makes me very happy. So there, and, uh, well, there's no one else with whom even myself that I have been as reliable on the podcast so that I could talk to them. What did you just say to me? I that know I, I that we made this podcast to talk to each other, and I make sure we do it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. The words you said before, Rex. Do you you want to judge? Look, you want to make a judge? I have judge had a yeah, lot that was, of this that, was that was like on the way to like wonderfully sincere, <laughs> right, right? And he like he put his hand on the on on the on the wheel and he held it, but he didn't I let, let it, Jesus let it take go. the wheel. And we know how well he knows how to drive. He's from the freaking zeros. <laughs> That's true. They He's like, have... I have never touched a steering wheel. What the fuck? We don't have any wheels yet. I guess. <laughs> They didn't have wheels back then. History and science. Yeah. Right? Wheels are for posers anyway. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!